Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to Brandon and I. Because our birthday was this week and we got a... <sighs> Another Fantastic Beats movie. But did you find them? Did you say Pant- Fantastic Beats? I think we did, yeah. Fantastic Beats. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the birthday party starring <laughs> the fake nerds. What, nope. What? This is the Fake Nerd Podcast, episode 119. Woohoo! We're as old as McGonagall. So, as you. Yeah. Oh, oh. That's a spoiler for a little oh, later. Oh, shit. Uh, oh, I guess. <laughs> if, uh, if you guys didn't know. Yes, it was. It was not the fake nerd birthday. No, it, it was. was uh, ben and I had our birthday this past week. Yep. We were born a day apart. Yep. So Brandon cute. was Wednesday. Mine was Thursday. And uh, how's twenty eight looking for you, buddy? Yeah. Uh, it's about the same as twenty seven. Really? About the same. Yeah. It's about. Yeah. No, Once that's, you get this, that's aggressively it, rude, considering how much celebrating we did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no funny story. Yeah, on, it's just looking me. <laughs> on funny story, when I I went out to dinner with uh, my girlfriend and one of my best friends from high school and his girlfriend. My name's Jeff. And uh, Adam, actually. My name's Adam. <laughs> it's the number one best friend. <laughs> just shut up. And while we were at uh, we were at this restaurant arcade called Ding Tai Fung, really really good Chinese dumpling place. If you guys ever want to go, what's the place called? Dong Pro. Ding Tai Fung. Dong Pro. Okay. There's this place on City Walk that's called Dong Po, but okay. I think uh, it's Dong Pro. Oh, hey, guys. Uh, my name's Ryan. What's up? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm Ben. That's Brandon, Sparks, and Ryan. Hi. But when we were... But, uh, so, of course, Anna was trying to get the server to like do the birthday thing if they do that, and they don't. And then she looks at me and she's like, oh, how old are you? 21? 22? Oh. I'm yeah. 28. Yeah. She's like, oh, you don't look a day over 25. Yeah. I'm like, I thank you, miss. Oh, I thank you a lot. I was like, hey, how old are you? I was like, how old do you think? You're like, 18? And I'm like, you're just, you're, that's not even true. That's not even a real thought. I do not look 18. Ryan, you look good for your age. Thank you. How old are you, 35? I wish. No. <laughs> you I'm, wish? I don't know. I mean, dude, we're now two years away from 30, and she's thinking don't I'm not. Don't say that. Don't curse me. Excuse you. You're 12 away from 40. <laughs> no, that's worse. <laughs> yeah, so she's telling me this. Like, hey, you look, you don't look a day over 25. I'm like, Thank you. I needed that today. Yeah, we we ended up celebrating uh, a lot. Actually, outside of the the one the, the the birthday party that we we had on Friday, I had a pretty shit week. I'll be Ooh. honest. Oh, boo. It's just kind of work was been really stressful. And yeah, d- the I I get you, man. Yeah, but I I did end up going to see the Grinch, uh, the new Illumination Doctor Seuss film. Is that one of the Fantastic Beasts? Nope. Oh, okay. Was it fantastic? Actually, I really liked it. Oh, that's good. I think it's a lot of. I think it's really funny. Okay. Uh, it, the The trailers kind of mislead. Mislead. They humanize the Grinch a lot. Okay. Like he's, he's not. I wouldn't call him as like a sympathetic character, but I would consider him. He's not mean. He's, he's just, just kind of. Is he salty as f? Because a those because bi- those billboards, the billboards like we've seen around L.A., like the Stop Moving to Los Angeles, it's full billboards. Are effing great. Yeah, it's it's he's a little salty. Honestly, I liked it. There, there's I don't want to give too much away, but uh-huh. I think the the thematic uh, relevance of the of the heart being two sizes too small is is lost to this version of the film. Okay. Um, that's like that's the Grinch, right? So that's what the I thing. I think they went too far in in the thematic direction that it, you don't need it. It's only there because it's in the original story. Is Sparks's fear that this is just like despicable me? It's like he's Gru. Is that not? No. So okay. the difference is Gru is just a bad guy. Like he's not. He doesn't have a heart of gold. That's not a good accent. That's not a good Gru. That? I was trying to be Gru. I mean, Gru is basically the Grinch in the first movie. He's sure. a bad guy, and then his heart grows two sizes, well, three see, sizes bigger three sizes. because of each girl. But that's the thing. Gru is is more of a Grinch than the Grinch is. Then why is it the Grinch? I mean, it, it. I don't know if it need. It, what are you gonna do, really? I don't make it. 
Leave but it alone. Ilu- but I like the Illumination Dr. Seuss films. This yeah. was no exception. Yeah. I like the Lorax a lot. I think Horton Who is hilarious. Mm-hmm. I think there are a lot of other Dr. Seuss things they could have done besides this. I actually enjoyed the Lorax when I saw it. No, I, I think Lorax I, is pretty good. I know we haven't seen it. I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, I think, I, I honestly think that you know you guys might like it. Yeah. Um, Can I tell you? Will I still like it if I don't really care about any of the Illumination movies? Like, did you like the Lorax? It was fine. Did you I, like Hortner Who? Hortner Who, I, I saw it once and I liked it. Mm-hmm. I've never wanted to go see it again. All right, specifically specifically if you don't like the Dr. Seuss films yeah. that they do, because they are different than the than the Despicable Me films, okay. uh, you probably won't like it. Okay. But if, because I wouldn't say if you don't like the Despicable Me films, you won't like this, but if specifically you don't like the Dr. Seuss films they do, you probably I won't just, like this. I'm kind of in the same camp I just think I, I, don't, I really like, like no, Who. Yeah, I don't have any like hatred for it. I, just, I think most of them are just like fine movies. None sure. of them ever like, wow, I was really surprised. I'm like, oh, yeah. that was worth a one watch. I really like Lorax, so yeah. I think that movie's awesome. I should give it a rewatch now that I love Danny DeVito twice as much. Yeah. Because I saw it once and I was like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. In anyway. your heart, Danny DeVito grew three sizes bigger. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. And Sparks, <laughs> thank you again for giving me my new video game addiction, you jerk. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. you got, uh, you got get, something for your birthday. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sparks was kind enough to give me Overwatch. Oh, right. We've been playing that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we have. Uh, Ryan and I have been playing that sucker until two in the morning. I yeah. wanted to play, but I couldn't. Somebody gave me homework. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that a little later in the show. Yeah, I'm right. a jerk. Uh, how uh, otherwise? How was your birthday? Uh, the birth the birthday itself was fine. The I oh, thank you, Jesus. What? Well, you, said to, like, you said much you the same to, like <laughs> Universal and did great shit. Like, yeah, no, on, I was God. talking about like my actual day, the actual birthday. Thursday, got Thursday, it. Thir- yeah, Thursday. Oh yeah, Wednesday for me was shit. Typical uh, Thursday. No, well, I mean, I was able to get some time off of work, which was great because I definitely needed some days to recharge mm-hmm. because of the move. Um, whole lot of stress has just been building up on my on my end, and it just I just like I need to just go away and relax. Mm-hmm. I took care of some things I need to take care of, got that shit done, and then Thursday was like ugh, finally. Friday was nice. We went. I went to Neon. You guys, Sally, weren't able to go. Yeah, might have worked, but it was. I went to Neon Pasadena. I just got to play video games for three straight hours, and then we all went to Universal on Saturday, which was oh Ryan Sally couldn't go because. Nope. But hey man, jobs. damn it. But three of us went to Universal on Saturday, and that was awesome. It was what? It was a chill day, of just hanging out with friends, not doing, not doing jack shit. Yeah. Responsibility wise, responsibility free. Just something that we can just get our minds off of. Um, just just mental health up. That's what I, that was to me. That's what it was. I didn't I uh, do any health one up. Yeah, I didn't do any yeah. Friday or Saturday celebration with you guys but it was thursday i think that i went to your new house and we played yeah. cars against disney which is a whole hell oh, yeah, yeah, of yeah, fun. Oh, oh god guys uh, oh i think i saw that cars against humanity but with disney stuff so it's like it's if you know that game and how gross it is just imagine that but with like ariel instead oh, bring that to fr- <laughs> it's that something else a lot of frozen sex jokes oh yeah a lot of yeah what was, it, what was it like ice i, I elsa's ice, ice dick? dick yeah whoa yeah <laughs> I mean, it's great. I mean, one that I think is too crude to say on this podcast, but like, crack me and Ben up real hard. Yeah, some is, of it, is it another Frozen one that you showed yes, me? Yes, it was. Oh, I know the one. Yeah. And for those of you who have played it, I'm sure you know. And for those of you who don't, there's like hundreds too bad. of cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, how's your week? Your week, Sparks. Uh, I don't even. Honestly, outside of like things you guys already mentioned that I did with you, I don't even remember having a week. We watched Titans. Oh yeah, we watched Titans. Hey, is that show? That show's not bad. Yeah, that show's not bad when it's not about the Titans. Yeah, guess who's awesome? Doom Patrol and Hawk and Dove. Hawk and Dove are real cool. What's interesting is that half of the Doom Patrol wasn't cast by the time they filmed that episode. Yeah, uh, <laughs> because the chief is a different actor. Is and, it really? And then literally, he's recasted for the show. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, but yeah, hey, uh, those episodes were real good. Um, st- still waiting to really invest in the Titans themselves. Apparently, the next episode is like when they're actually a team. And that's, do stuff. that's what I hear. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I think that's really all. I yeah, anything else you guys want to bring up for the week? Mm, I feel like I did stuff. Oh, I'm I, I'm up to seventy hours in Assassin's Creed now. I want to talk about it just a little bit because. Uh, the game's great. So, uh, you ever heard of Atlantis? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you close the gates to Atlantis by fighting Minotaurs and and Medusa and Cyclopses. That game's radical. You become an immortal and you meet the person. So you know how in Assassin's Creed you're a you're. I know it's a lot to take in. You're a uh, wait. So this franchise just went hard into mythology. No, because they're they're light. They're uh uh. It's like it's a hollow deck. Okay. They're not. They're actually not real. But they, but you fight them. Man, they really bent over backwards to make that make sense. Yes. Um, all those creatures are hiding uh, keys to close Atlantis. So, like, it's just a fun way to fight a giant cyclops. It's great. But, like, the modern-day scientists who go back, like, in, in the memories, Cassandra, who is the lady in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, she's immortal now. So you meet her going through her memories. So, like, you wake up in, like, 2018, and then she's there. and like, yo, what's up? You like my adventure? And I'm like, what the hell's going on in this game? It's real cool, and I like it a lot. Okay. I love it a lot. All right. Uh, Medusa's pretty cool. Real quick. Um, uh-huh. Her temple, it's just a bunch, you know, because she turns people to stone. Her entire temple, like when you walk through it, it's just dudes just like running away from her. So just, just stone dudes everywhere. It's real scary. It was a lot of fun. It's a real Jason and the Argonaut situation. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, that game is fantastic. And I'm like two thirds of the way through it. Nice. So I got like another 30 hours probably. I love it a lot. Buy it. I, I, I feel like I did something video game related, but I don't remember do you remember no i really don't remember what i did outside of just working this what about movies besides the grinch oh that was it i just saw the grinch in the film we're talking about today Mm. twice Mm. twice i saw that one twice the crimes Mm. of gordon i only pay for it once that's good kind of regret even that (laughs) (laughs) anyway yeah little sizzle for the for the for the third second uh should we get into our bread and butter then Mm. and here's your bread and your butter. He's been butter. Hey, okay, not in my ear, thank you. Well, to start our bread and butter, I've got some bad news. Yeah, that was great news to wake up Wednesday morning. Well, actually, we're starting that one with second, because I wanted oh. to touch on William Goldman. It's a bad sandwich this week. Yeah, mm. William Goldman passed away. You make, uh, He's one of Hollywood's most acclaimed uh, screenwriters and novelists, and I love him so much. Fans of the show will probably recognize his name from the, as the author of The Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also wrote oh. the script for The Princess Bride based off his novel. Yes, he did. He wrote Butch Cassidy and Son That's Kids, Stepford Wives, All the President's Men, Marathon Man from his novel. Uh, he wrote the remake of The Stepford Wives? You like this guy? Oh, no. How dare you? <laughs> uh, he did Misery, which is great. He Misery did. was turned into a Broadway play. Yep. Um, Memoirs of Invisible Man is a Chevy Chase comedy I quite like. Uh, Ghost in the Darkness. Oh, Misery actually won, won uh, the lead actress an Oscar. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Dreamcatcher. Um, that dude was a fantastic guy, and he has a he long He died legacy. this week, Friday, I believe, yeah. uh, at the age of 87. He was, a, yeah. he was an oldie. Yeah, yeah. so we, uh, this one kind of was slept under the rug because the other big death of this week, yeah. I was felt like we should probably pay some tribute to that man as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the one that really shocked the world, I think, was Stanley. It was going to happen eventually. It was going <laughs> to happen eventually. No, I, I no one's immortal. I feel like for the past few months, everyone kind of... It was coming. Feeling yeah. that it was it was nearing. He was not doing well. He was canceling take, a lot of convention appearances. Take, being taken advantage mm-hmm. of by his business partners. His last couple of years have been kind of rough. After his wife died and, yeah. and yeah. the abuse from his manager and stuff like all this terrible stuff. The rumors of of people taking his blood and using them in pens. That's weird. Yeah, like yeah. he he passed away this week at the age of eighty five years old. Ninety five. Ninety five years old. I wrote that down wrong. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, he wrote that 90, 95 years old, and it is. 
this one's a little rough because you know he was he he was ninety five and he had so much energy. It's the thing about it is like you are sad, you are bummed, but then you remember like this guy was ninety five. Hell, I was hoping he would outlive me though. Yeah, <laughs> you, 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 everyone thought so. Yeah. Everyone thought. It was, I mean, yeah, because Stan Lee's a guy that oh, this guy's gonna live forever. Even when the MCU started almost over ten years ago, that his first cameo as Hugh Hefner, and then the subsequent cameo he, since he's been then, old our entire life. Yes. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's always just like Stan Lee. Even when um, you guys have all played Spider-Man, right? Yes. Who's Spider-Man? You shut up. Okay. But even when I was playing, when I first started playing Spider-Man, and I got to the Stan Lee cameo, I'm like, they put him in. I'm so happy. Sparks, that actually leads to a question. I believe you wanted to ask us. Yeah, I thought since we, you know, we're all remembering Stan Lee, I wanted to know what everybody's favorite Stan Lee cameo was. Ooh. Yeah, mine is actually the one that Ben mentioned. The Spider-Man. Uh, PS4 cameo that he has is my favorite of of his cameos. You two kids are always great together. Because I think that <laughs> one's just really sweet. Yeah. And yeah. like I know that there's a lot of there's a lot of cameos. Some of them do feel a little forced. Um, uh, I mean, there was one. There's ones that I like. Like I like the I like the Guardians one. Uh, I like. Oh, oh, is it one of the Watchers or yeah, no? The, the first Guardians one. Oh, he's oh, just oh, the, oh. an old pervert. Where, he, where he's pervert. talking to the girl. Yeah. I mean, the second Guardians one is also really great. Uh, Tony Stank. Yeah, sure. that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the one in Spider Man was just so sweet and so earnest. I do, I do really like that one because it is a kind of like, you know, I don't think it's right that they're keeping you two apart forever. Yeah, yeah. and it, I feel like they, they, like that game looks great, but like he's only in the game for like five seconds, and like I feel like they put all the money on Stanley because that looks so that his he his looks recreation so looks, looks so good, just like him. Yeah, it's real good. Yeah, I uh, Ben, what about what about yours? Oh. Man, actually, I think the one I, I laughed—I don't know if it's one of my favorite ones—but one of the ones I laughed the hardest was when in uh, Ant Man and the Wasp when he goes for his car. He's like, "That's a good one." Well, the '60s were fun, but I'm paying for it now. I—that's real good. I, <laughs> that's a good one. I want to say I think my favorite one. Oh God, I don't even know if it is. There's just so many cameos that, I, that can go to my head, like um, the one in a uh, uh, Winter Soldier where he's like, "I am so fired." Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, he's the—he's the. He's the um He's the, the, security, the guard. security guard at the, at the museum. Or, or even the end of Avengers where he turns around and says, superheroes in New York? Get out of here. It's like it's, it's like one of those things. It's like, the you're the of, guy who created them the all. The one in Iron Man 3 where he's holding up the 10. Oh, yeah. At oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Um, the pageant. Um, Ryan. Uh, um, so my favorite is um, from a movie I don't really care about, Amazing Spider-Man, where he's the silent librarian. Yes, that, where, like, that's, that's a good one. Scene. It's a really that's great a good like, one. That's just like, like he said, like, that movie's whatever, but like, just, that's so like, clever. I just love how that scene... That's Amazing Spider-Man One. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's what he said. I thought you said yeah. two. Sorry. No, no because I that, is, that whole that. scene is just focused on him the whole time. He's like, we're just focused the camera on Stanley. Every we know what's going on in the background. It's like classical music. Yeah, he's yeah. Just kinda like, listening hey. to as he does it. Uh, and Infinity. It's not my favorite, but like I think Infinity Wars is real funny. You guys never seen a flying spaceship before? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's real good. He's like, you should have seen this a few years ago. Sparks. Uh, mine's uh, actually the moment from Spider-Man Three where he's standing outside. Uh, on the street looking at a newspaper that says Spider-Man to receive key to, key to the city and it's Peter Parker looking at it and Stanley's next to him and he says, I guess one guy really can make a difference. Enough said. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's a lot of really fun ones. Uh, there's a there's an article running around online that's completely false. Uh, and I, I, If you guys see it, I just want you to know uh, Stanley's last cameo is not Teen Titans Go. Right. 
Uh, Teen Titans mm. go to the movies. Go to the movies. A lot of articles are being like, "This is his last cameo ever." It's like, no, that's not. No, he already filmed the cameo for Captain Marvel, and we know he filmed the cameo for Avengers Four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's his last cameo. But overall, we know he could have already filmed one for Spider Man. It's literally like not even a day's it's, work. It's yeah. definitely if there is one more, it's definitely only Spider Man Far From Home. Yeah, yeah. Nothing else was My in production. production. Do you guys think there's going to be a cameo of his voice in Spider Verse? Yeah, uh, we I, already I'm know sure. that he's somewhere in Spider-Man. I've yeah. heard that. He created yeah. Spider-Man. He has to be. Yeah, yeah I, I was could. talking like specifically MCU, but I think after mm-hmm. Avengers 4, I think that's the last cameo we'll see in any of these Marvel yeah. films from any company. Yeah. Um, I th- yeah, I think Avengers 4 is going to be the last one. It makes sense. I think I think we'll probably still see like statue and picture tributes I mean, down the line, yeah. but like a voice cameo with um, them or actual cameo. Runaways yeah. and Cloak and Dagger had like pictures had, like, picture and cameos yeah. with the, him. Yeah. And uh, the Marvel the, Netflix shows, he's the cop in the join the NYPD. Uh, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so he's in all those posters. shows. A yeah, a lot, of, a lot of great people. I'm sure there'll be a bunch Or even of Deadpool, lot, Deadpool 2 had his face on his mural on um, the side of the building. That's right, yeah. yeah. A lot of lot of people who have worked on Marvel projects put up a lot of love for Stanley uh, Olivia Holt. I specifically ones. thought of the cloak and dagger one because Olivia Holt posted the picture of her looking at the art that was oh, the four really? different faces of him. That's mm-hmm. cute. And and she was like, you know, he was just so incredible because he like visited all the sets of all these shows yeah. and all, was intimate with all the actors. He's like and, he's yeah. like your grandpa. Yeah, he like everybody everybody's everybody's who worked yeah, on a Marvel project kind of got to meet him and know him at some point while working on any of the projects. Yeah. So he was really he was cool. such an like. There's a lot of people. There are a couple of people online that are trying to discredit like his legacy because he it is true he did screw over Ditko and and, and yes um, he did Kirby. but it does not Kirby, take away but it doesn't he take did. away the legacy yeah. that he had he was partially responsible for the we wouldn't have comics as we have I mean he co-created a lot of characters and I think it's important to say that he co-created a lot of characters because it is still his voice yeah. that allowed us to have comic books as we are now yeah like, like there are five comic creators but I mean, sorry he was just one of the people. He was just one of the first people to revel in that celebrity, mm-hmm. and yeah. the others didn't want to or didn't, wa- didn't like to. It's super weird because like people who don't even read comics know who Stanley is. Yeah, like he's he's one of those people where like he hasn't written comics in decades, like not like real comics. Like he's he he's like stopped like yeah, I mean I think the last like comics he wrote might have been just Imagine the DC Universe by Stan Lee. Mm-hmm. Uh well the book club that it might or might not be I'm doing was from '88. And that was like him coming back to write but something. But Just Imagine was like... When was that? Early 2000s. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Um, but like, he he's he's a business dude. Oh, like, I could be wrong. Let me look that yeah, up. Yeah, like he's, he's first and foremost a business dude now. But like, yeah. he's so famous. Like, he is so incredibly famous I, for being a nerd. That's I mean, awesome. Besides just being famous, if you look at the comics world as it is, there are five people whose names are immortalized. Jerry and Joe, Bill and Bob, and Stan. Yeah. Right. Because, I mean, Stan outlived all of them. Yeah, 2001 was the first okay. just to imagine. And um, Stan obviously outlived all of them. But without those five names, we wouldn't have comics as we know today. Even, even still, like, you ask anybody on the street, uh, do you know who, like, Joe Schuster is? They'll say no. Yeah, they Everybody don't, knows People don't know Stan the creators of Superman, but they know. It's like, the yeah. second you say Stanley, he's like, oh, yeah, the Marvel guy. The thing about, because I was like, everyone's been putting up stuff uh, about Stanley, and, like, th- everyone said everything they could possibly say. So, like, I don't know how much I can add, but, like, Same here. that dude, like, he fought for Marvel for decades, and, like, he tried to put them in the movies and on TV for decades, and, like, he, he was in the Incredible Hulk TV show. Yeah. Like, he, he loved the stuff that he made so much that he fought for it, and he got to luckily see his universe portrayed and now the biggest franchise of all and time. He was, he was like almost 40 when he made the Fantastic Four. Yeah. He the dude's been, you the know dude's he, 95, you guys. Know, that's so old. He actually wanted to be a, a novelist. He didn't want to write yeah. comic books. It was his wife who said, 
it was Joan who said, all right, just do one more book. Just yep. do one more comic yeah, book. Yeah, because he was and really, then, as, he, as the story goes, which is now kind of famous, but mm-hmm. the story goes that he was really done because Marvel was like, just, Marvel at the time was Timely Comics, uh, I believe those Timely Comics, and they were just churning out funny books. And they were yep. just churning out these funny books. Uh, Captain America wasn't even in the comics anymore. And she's like, do one of your ideas. Uh, he's like, look, you're leaving anyway. Just write the story you want to write. And if they don't like it, you were, you were leaving anyway. Mm-hmm. And so he wrote the Fantastic Four with Jack Kirby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's in, that's crazy. That dude was in it was like uh, in the army. Like he was a, he was a military dude. Like mm-hmm. he was he's, he was a he was a righteous dude. And like I I'm sure there, was, there's bad stuff, but like I've heard almost nothing but positive things about him you, my entire you, life. But you know what what yeah he reveled in that in that celebrity. And yes he he did Kirby and Ditko dirty. He really did. There's yeah. no there's no two ways about that. But you know what else he did? He championed diversity whenever he could. X Men always he, like. That one thing you could say about him was that he is 95 years old and he was never bigoted. No. And that's insane. Yeah. Someone from that era not even having an ounce of racism that we can see. Yeah. He he very much is like our, our like I feel f- for us what it must have felt like when the world lost Walt Disney. Yeah. yeah. Like it's yeah. very much that same kind of it's, impact it's, all over again. It's almost like, like he did co-create. Or, or yes. Henson even. But like it's like almost like unfathomable to think like how much of the world like he personally had stake in and how yeah. much like we think of like the Avengers, but like all of Marvel and everything they've done around the world for decades. Like I have an Iron Man tattoo. That's because mm-hmm. of Stan Lee. Yeah. Like I, it's his, it's like the Beatles. Like oh, yeah. there's never going to be another Stan Lee. There, there couldn't be. And for years, like Marvel, uh, this isn't, this isn't actually a good thing, but it kind of just like stands to his like legacy. For years, Marvel didn't publish the writer's names on their books. Yeah. It was always Stan Lee presents, even if he didn't write it. Right, and while that kind of sucks for the writer who was writing the the books, yeah. you know, back then the laws were different, you know, but his legacy sold those books even then. Yeah, and then you know Marvel dipped in the eighties and nineties, specifically the nineties. They definitely and, they went bankrupt. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and then and man, my mom. So I never got to meet Stanley, but my mom one day was just at a Barnes and Noble. And Stanley was just signing there. No line. Nothing. This was early 2000s before X-Men. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, X-Men was coming out. Not a lot of people knew who Stanley was. And, oh no, it was after Spider-Man. It's like 2001. Yeah, it was after Spider-Man had come out, but still, like, you know, it's it wasn't... It was the early days of it. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. getting there. And he had no line. It was Barnes & Noble. And my mom just buys a Spider-Man DVD and he signs it. And it was just that easy. Yeah. Uh, he never neglected a fan. No, Everyone has pictures because, like, yeah, you can go to conventions and sign, but like, the dude loved his fans. Yeah, like, and it. Yeah. You like, saw the video that was circling around where he just talks about like I do. Like the fans were are amazing. My yeah. fans are the best. Right, yeah. and that's such a sweet video. One of um, a friend of the show, he was on our show, Dylan of a uh, Top Cow. Yeah, yeah, mm, Stanley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love when uh, I loved when Dylan posted that story that when uh, Stanley walked by the Top Cow booth at I think it was San Diego Comic Con or something, and Dylan says, "Hey, Stan, you're the man." Stan goes up to him, pats him on the shoulder, and says. I know, kid, and walks yeah. away. And I know, I, kid. I mean, now that he's gone, and because there were chances for me to meet Stanley, but sadly, my wallet, Dan, my, were, my wallet wouldn't yeah. allow it. Like Ryan, by the, the time first, we kind of got into the circuit, it was he was sixty, seventy, yeah. eighty bucks. Yeah, like Ryan, you and I went to when we went to Stanley's LA Comic Con together, mm-hmm. and we said like we we saw Stanley in person. I took a picture from afar that didn't cost me seventy dollars. <laughs> yeah, but we thought I was like, this is the closest we're ever gonna be to, yeah. to, the, to the legend himself. Yeah, and. W- 
because there's so many cosplayers and um, people I follow on on Instagram who are just showing all their photos of them and stand together. Yeah. Um, them like having dinner with him, just being like going personal, and I'm like, man, I wish I could have met him. I mean, yeah, it, it just just sucks because now because now that he's gone. I can't go up to him and say how much of an influence he has been. I am in sad that creating I, that I'll never be able to meet him. Because yeah. when I was a kid, Same. I mean, Superman will always be my favorite superhero. But I love Spider Man. When I was a kid, I would, I would always come home, turn on Fox Kids, and watch Spider Man. Yeah, uh, Spider Man's my my number one for sure. Yeah, I so think you guys know I like Marvel. I'm I'm real sad that I'll never get the chance to thank Stan for that. Because yeah. I I yeah. me I always always have with great power comes great responsibility in the back of my head mm-hmm. whole life so yeah do do we want to touch on <clears throat> what bill maher's comments were i just think it was misguided and you should have uh, maybe not said it like a couple of days after somebody just died yeah i yeah. think his his i mean his comics were not attacking stanley <clears throat> i know a lot of people are, are jumping on the, right they were he was he he has a vendetta, not really a vendetta, but he no, has no, no. An anger. It is, it is a vendetta. He has a, a vendetta against our generation. He sounds like a, like an angry old man. Yeah, he he has a vendetta against our generation prioritizing pop culture over social issues, yeah. um, and, and in some cases, rightly so. Yeah, rightly. So. I mean, I'm not going to say that he's wrong or right. It, in some cases, he is right. Don't tell him why the X Men were created, though. No, but that but that's the that's the thing is like he he fi- he. Fi- Comes from a generation where comics were for kids. Yeah, I understand that, and that's fine. Don't attack. Don't attack the guy. He also took money and was in Iron Man three. So like, yeah, he's oh, just he kind was of, in Iron Man three. Yeah, yeah. That's right. He's just kind of being an asshole doing which the show is his stick. But so like when it when it death. hits hits home and like the quote was and I read I read the three yeah. paragraphs whatever, yeah. but like he still that quote's like you know it's no wonder that Trump's president with a with a America that reads comic books I'm like man F off Are yeah that's, me? that's the line that kind of that's really super like old old school misguided like yeah. you think comics are just for children and yeah. that's so no sad. and it really is and I and I'm bummed that uh, as a fan of like a lot of things Bill Maher says I, yeah. I'm really bummed that this I, is, I, this I is, like him too yeah yeah I'm really bummed this is something that he decided to do but I, I know I know that it is it's less about the comic books and it's less about uh stan lee at all it's really just about him being upset that that people are not caring as much as as they should about yeah. what's yeah. going on in the country right now yeah. Yeah. and i understand that he's angry about it but like yeah it, it was totally like inappropriate timing and and not worded the way that it should have been yeah. um but i am glad that like uh, like i told you top comment on his blog post is telling him hey man you know you really gotta check out mouse or march yeah. uh all kinds of things that that ha- <laughs> you know comics have pushed the, the way. Oh, uh, God, all man. kinds of things where comics have pushed the medium to to tell stories that don't get told and you know push diversity yeah. and everything push yeah. the culture forward and, and that, again none of that would have happened without I, uh, I checked out some of those comments too and a lot of them were like wow you're a big old asshole aren't you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but no, you, but see, you, but you put it up you put, sorry ben if, if you don't mind off really well you know if we wouldn't have a book like mouse if it wasn't for people like kirby ditko and lee yeah those three names Mm -hmm. are synonymous with each other sure but he's not he's not thinking about that stuff no he's not and by the way it's a bummer if you haven't read mouse read mouse it's awesome seriously because mouse is one of the books from our uh uh, comics class in school i actually read it in english Oh, you read in English? Yeah, I read in two, I had in two God, classes. California schools are letting you read comics. I had to read some old Cassie Texas Northridge. bullshit. S- since we brought up the Bill Maher one, though, because yeah. like, Bill Maher's is disappointing inside. Oh, but, Army Hammer? But Army Hammer's was upsetting. Army because Hammer, Army yeah. Hammer's was like, uh, I'm just going to attack people for posting pictures of their moments with Stan, and it's like, 
dude what like is, if they're if they're sharing a picture of a memory with him what the hell the memory what did army him? hammer say what did that he do? was just that he just posted on twitter it's like wow you all found a way to glorify yourselves in this in this man's death and it's like oh buddy by, by posting the pictures dude. and he followed and when people got upset with him he followed it up by saying like if you really want to pay tribute to the man post pictures of like his your favorite work that he did or favorite character he created or something and it's like I feel like uh, he you didn't, just, you just didn't full know, on misstep. He didn't here. know anything no, about Stanley because that was his thing. He loved taking pictures. Now, for real, just for for his to his benefit, the next day he posted an apology. He did a post an apology, right? But I mean, like, I still don't think I like it. Though. He he so directly went after like people showing appreciation of Stan in the morning, where, whereas Bill Mars was more about like I'm just pissed you guys aren't doing things. Yeah, yeah. you know, like it, it, I, Army Hammer. I was like, dude. Why? That's messed, that's messed up because you're I'll, never gonna work for Marvel. Anyway, man, it's uh, it, loves we, we love Stanley. We're yeah, sad, I'm, sad, sad he's gone. But but yeah. uh, he's, you know, he he had a really good run. As as we said on as really we, good run. He as we posted like the on, best. Yeah, as we, as we posted on our on our, it, he he's leaving a hole that will never be filled. Can I can I share one of the like Twitter things I read that somebody posted? I that's can. about um, it's about God saying, "All right, Stan, it's time to go." And Stan says. Uh, wait. This is how it ends. Where's Where's my end credit scene? And he's like, "What do you mean?" And he's like, "Where Where's my you know final end credits to the end of my story?" And then God plays an homage of all his fans showing tribute and love towards him and mm-hmm. all the moments that they shared with him and the things that he gave them. And then he's like, "Perfect. All right, let's go." <laughs> yeah, uh, that was really sweet. Yeah, uh, you're gonna make me freaking cry, man. I because so, when I first yeah. read that, I was like. <sighs> Yeah, dude, like I, it's very nice. Like I definitely would be a very different person without Marvel Comics. So yeah, yeah. Uh, shall we move on then to? Uh, and honest to God, when I picked this book club, I did not mean to. <laughs> well, sure. Yeah. So let's let's move on then. Uh, speaking of comics, though, we are moving into comics. Um, Ooh, I read those. So Detective Comics is reaching its one thousandth issue. Jesus. Uh, come March. Jeez, what Louise. a time to be alive. Yeah, but Action did it first, so it's <laughs> 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 Action was published first, man. <laughs> yeah, which is why it's better. Oh. I'm just kidding. Oh, well. Also, when when Action did it, they had their big star Superman on issue Simpsons number one. Whereas when Detective Comics did it, their biggest star didn't show up till issue twenty seven. Ooh, shit, that son! Ben's some fire. No, 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 no. Hey, no, no, no. no. Just that, I'm, quick, it's just let, no. Let me finish. Let me finish. It's yeah. just a you technic- don't need to not to defend yourself. I'm not. This. I'm just saying it's just a technicality. And I mean, one thousand comics is nothing to sneeze at. I mean, that's freaking awesome. Chew. Again, you don't need to defend yourself. Um. Did you guys see that they're finally reprinting for the first time in like decades the first twenty seven issues of, of Detective Comics? Nope, really. Yeah, it's kind of cool. There's some good good issues in there. Like I I, I kind of want to pick it up. It's hardcover, however, and one hundred thirty five dollars. So don't, so wait till they because they're doing like a deluxe. Yeah. They're doing like a deluxe thing. That's so much money. <laughs> well, the last issue in that book is the first appearance of Batman. Correct? No. Oh, so spoilers. So it's the first, <laughs> so it's the first, first twenty six. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So that some of those some of those issues have never been printed digitally or or elsewhere. So I, I kind of want to pick it up when they get it in like a trade, a reasonable price. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, however, Detective Comics is reaching its one thousandth issue. Uh, the new the new writers of Doug Mankey and Peter Jatomasi will be on the book full time by that point. So they will also so they'll be attributing uh, contributing to Action Comics one thousand. Um, you mean Detective one thousand? Detective Comics one thousand. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, how, but one thing that I thought was interesting was that the Arkham Knight will be making his comic book debut. Jason Todd. So uh, well, I, already, I already don't like it. Here's I already don't like it. Here's <laughs> here's what here's what they said. It's a new version, uh, suggesting that it will not be Jason Todd. Okay. 
But however, the last time they did, they did a misdirect like that, it ended up being Jason Todd. No, we promise you, the Arkham Knight's an original character. This one actually, they might actually finally do that original character. Um, so I thought this was interesting. Was this Peter's idea, Peter J. DeVos's idea? He wrote the Arkham Knight comics. Okay. I, he wrote the Arkham Knight comics. All right. are, they are fantastic. Okay. Like he did Arkham Knight. Uh, he did the Arkham Knight. The tie-ins for the game. The prequel comics and the Genesis, which was the origin of the Jason Todd Ar- Arkham Knight. Okay. Um, again, fantastic books. Like really fantastic books. Yeah, I liked I liked the Red Hood too. Um, and uh, I, I I have all those comics. If you guys ever want to like, they are great. Peter J. Tomasi is a fantastic writer. Um, he but so he's doing. Uh, so he's so he's that's probably the impetus for including the Arkham Knights because he's already written the character or something. What's so funny? Uh, I said impetus once on Mythalinius episode one, and you've been using it ever since I said Have it. I really? in that episode. Yeah, you've been saying nice. Oh, <laughs> it just made me laugh. bigger vocab. Where, where's where's the Inception sound? So Peter J- so Peter Tomasi and Doug Mankey will be joined by Jeff Johns, Brian Michael Bendis, Paul Dini, Christopher Priest, Denny O'Neill, Neil Adams, Kelly Jones, Dustin Wynn, Alex Maleev, and others. I yep, like that sounds few. like a Batman team. I like quite a few of those. Yep, names. there's a lot of names in there that that's I really. A, those like. are all Batman dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what they should include. Bendis' Batman story that's in the Walmart comics. Come on, people. Please. They are going to... Not for a year. Yeah, I know. Oh, it, did they say a year? I mean, after they do the they full have clearly, 12 issues out, then then they'll put mm-hmm. out a trade. I Yeah, they haven't said if they're doing it. They probably won't. probably because they want people to buy them. Yeah, Walmart they want comics. them to go hunt them down. Yeah. Um, Detective Comics, 80 years. So when they did Action Comics, they also did a, they also did a, a hardcover. Uh, that was supposed to include a poster, but they decided to include it later to drop the price. Smart. You've seen the poster. It has all the 1,000 issues of Action Comics, mm-hmm. uh, which is really cool. It doesn't look like they're doing that for Detective Comics. Makes me very sad. Aw. Uh, or they could. It doesn't say. Aww. Detective Comics 80 Years of Batman hardcover uh, will be also coming out in the same month, and it's going to feature new classic and never printed stories. Ooh. So Paul Levitz and artist Denny, uh, Dennis Cowan are going to do a new story that will explore an early trauma in Bruce Wayne's childhood. Dennis Calero? It says says Cohen. Oh, okay. I, sorry. Okay. Um, that was someone else. And it's going to feature, and the book will also feature, in a different story, uh, original art layouts from Lou Sarah Schwartz, who did the <laughs> layouts for a, a, a story in Detective Comics number 200. That was a while ago. Wow. Uncredited ghostwriter... Of Bob Kane. So this is. I'm sorry. R- I thought you said Ghost Rider Bob Kane, and I'm like, oh shit. No, Ghost Rider. Ar- he's the ghost artist. Okay. For Bob Kane. So when Bob Kane put his name on things, it was actually. Oh, him. this is a Tom Clancy situation. Oh, okay. <laughs> Kinda. He's been dead for 20 years, but it's he still has books coming out. Because by that point, Bob Kane was not writing. Yeah. Or drawing. So he, it it was this. Um, that was this person, and it's also going to feature essays, uh, like the Action Comics one. It's going to feature essays from comic from creators and historians. Uh, like Corey Doctoro. That's a, I hope he's an historian. I hope he's Dr. Doctoro. Dr. Doctoro? Jeez. He should, he should be a comic book historian. <laughs> Dr. Doctoro. Uh, Neil Gaiman, Glenn David Gold, and Denny O'Neill. Cool. Uh, Paul, uh, uh, Dan Didio and Jim Lee had this to say about Batman's 1,000th issue coming up. The endearing popularity of Batman over the past 80 years speaks to the character's multi-generational appeal. We're proud to celebrate Batman's cultural impact with these special... Uh, releases and look forward to a year of commencing of commemorating this milestone anniversary with fans across the globe. Wow, that's really exciting. I'm yeah. I'm looking forward to this one. I mean, yeah. I picked up Action 1000, so I'll pick up Detective. For sure. um, I of course, like yeah. Tomasi a lot. Yeah, so do I. You, yes. you, yeah, we're all in agreement. This is pretty exciting. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, I can't wait to buy that ten dollar book. 
right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that that that, that action comes a lot of fun. That's mm-hmm. a good. That's a solid big issue. Action, Tom Taylor's story is so good. Action one thousand is really good. So I'm really looking forward to see what's gonna happen for yeah, the Yeah, hopefully it was just as good. Um, I'm sorry. Did you did it say if Bendis is doing anything on this? Bendis is. Okay, yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, Bendis is included in this. Cool, cool. Um, Star Wars. So the and other news in the comic book world. Last time, wah, wah. I don't remember if it was last week or the. I think week it was like before. a couple weeks before. A couple weeks ago, we talked about Chuck Wendig being fired from Marvel, uh, specifically a book that he was doing uh, that has that he was fired from the last two issues of Star Wars: uh, Shadow of Vader. Yeah. We have now found out they have canceled the book outright. Boom. Mere weeks before it's due to come out. Jeez. And I'm really pissed off. Yeah. This comic sounded awesome. Yeah. And it was Chuck Wendig. They just wanna. They just wanna s- separate themselves from him so badly. They're just canceling. Wait, the entire why? Book. Why was he fired again? Refresh my memory. For his he, political. He views. was. He oh, was specifically, he was right. fired for defending himself. That's right. He was fired from defending himself. Like he's an outspoken liberal, and like he's very brash and stuff. But like, Let you, me get, sh- you should yeah. be able to voice your opinion so, without. Someone yeah. said something to him on Twitter or something. He fought. He was like, "Oh no, I'm not one of those people who's gonna take this down lying. I will fight back." And but then the thing was is, like, yeah, no, we I don't mean, lying? we talked. Lying yeah, down. Lying, I mean, yeah, we talked about it before, down. but like, he has been outspoken forever. This isn't like a new, th- a yeah. new development. He's always been like this. So like, wh- they're I blame Sapolsky. Yeah, we don't know though. I can't. Mm. I can't say uh, it. I don't know. But he's definitely not like like you said. He doesn't have his back. So yeah. Yeah. yeah so and they're I'm, just canceling the book. It's so dumb. I'm really upset by this because that I really wanted to read this book. Yeah. Uh, everything that Marvel does with Vader is really great. Like the hell. Uh, IDW has a Vader horror comic, that really cool. Castle of Vader, yeah, which dude. sounds really great. Uh, I'm so bummed uh, about this. So I, you might know this. I saw uh, uh, like a panel from one of these Vader comics, and it's where he's rebuilding his castle on Mustafar. He is building. His he's castle building. Sorry, Mustafar. but like one it's, one of his minions. In, it's in the prequel. Okay, one of his minions says like, "Well, I guess six times the charm, Lord Vader. Six times the charm. Like he's done this multiple times before, or something." Oh yeah, I don't remember what. The, and then he kills him or something, which is oh, funny. Wow. Uh, yeah, the the don't be snarky. The Charles Vader. Soul Star Wars Death Vader comic. I think that's from. Okay, it's really great. I'm having a lot of fun with it. What do you think about this one, Sparks? That we're losing this comic. Stupid. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're all in agreement. Grow some backbone, Sabolsky. Yeah, it's just not the way that things should go. No. no. Well, speaking of Star Wars, though. Yeah, Whoa! He Hell finally yeah. did it. <laughs> All it took was 119 episodes. Yeah. I was like a second behind them too. It's <laughs> <laughs> getting ingrained in us. <laughs> so Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which is the theme park opening up. Oh next my god, year. guys! I'm so excited. Oh, do you, are you? Ta- are we talking about the John Williams score? That We're the, talking about a whole, the whole, whole thing. thing. A whole thing. So okay. I, to, I really um, can't wait to go until 2020. <laughs> right. Oh, exactly. Hey, I'm. T- I, hey, I'm going to play it safe. I'm not going to go until 2022. Oh, I can't I, wait that you long. You can wait that long? No, probably not. Yeah. Let's let's be real here. I can't. So we have some official confirmations on two of the attractions that are coming out. The first one is uh, Millennium Falcon Snu- Smuggler's Run. I almost said Snuggler's Run. <laughs> oh, You get hugged to death. Oh. Smuggler's Run. We've heard about this ride before. This is why they're building the Millennium Falcon. Um, this is this is no this is not really new, uh, but we do have the what it actually is. Confirmed. So it's going to put guests behind the controls of the most famous ship in the galaxy, says a press release, um, in one of three unique flight crew flight, flight crew roles. So the roles are uh, you can be a pilot, a gunner, or an engineer. It kind of sounds like Mission Space in Orlando because they put you in different positions in that right, but it's really just pushing a button. So is it like Star Tours or is that a roller coaster? Neither, it looks like. 
It looks uh-huh. like it looks like you're in this kind of event and you play as and you actually are piloting the Falcon. So you mm. have three at a time okay. play this this role. And apparently it's I hope it's as intuitive as they as they kind of tease it is. I'll, so I'll finish. Um, so the attraction will give guests the opportunity to fly the Millennium Falcon, piloting the ship, shooting blasters or preparing for hyperspace all while completing a critical mission. But how you perform on the mission holds even bigger stakes. Perform with skill and you may earn extra galactic credits while bringing the ship back banged up could put you on the list of a bounty hunter, end up in Harco's list, and you may face a problem if you show up at the local cantina. What's the the Buzz Lightyear shooter game where you get points? Astro Blasters. What if it's like like an Astro Blasters thing, but like you're doing Star Wars stuff? And then you mm. go to the cantina. Like, there's like mild. Oh. I kind of really hope that if you go to the cantina, I hope. And we, like, I hope. There's been a lot of buzz coming out of the uh, test runs of this. I'll just thing ignore that, that pun. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> there's been a lot of that uh, coming out of the tests that um, they're trying to find a way to get it to to really streamline and work right because, uh, like, what was being talked about is that the system as it was, if one person screwed up, then everybody got. You know, bad mission points, and it could affect Seems like the way that game. their story goes for yeah. the rest of the for the rest of the day. So, if you were like stuck with a random person, you know, and they blew the mission for you, and you had like a bad time at Star Wars Land because you got all the dock points, or uh. or, or essentially like you didn't get to live up to the like what the rewards are yeah. for being on the high points because of that. It's it's like ruining some of the it guest kind of, experiences. It kind of feels like creating VR. creating competitive animosity, which isn't something they want to do. Yeah, it kind of feels like the the VR uh, if, uh, the VR thing at. at and City Walk, yeah. uh, not City Walk, Jesus. Um, downtown Disney. Downtown Disney, uh, mixed with, uh, mixed with uh, what's the? Oh, I don't remember what it is. What I had, it, I had it on th- my tongue. But there's this, there's a game that it reminds me of. I'm sure I'll remember. It, it sounds, it sounds more like a unique thing than something that like we've probably seen before. That yeah. sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, I kind of, I'm kind of into this. Yeah, I hope they have oh, escape tuned enough that it works. Oh, oh yeah, it could be like an escape room. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But again, that's like a puzzle team-based thing where like this everyone one, has to work together. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see like. how how well they can cue this, considering it's you know three at a time. That's yeah. not a lot of people. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. I wonder if if they're gonna build if they if they must have like multiple pods. Yeah, I would they, think they so. will. Yeah, but I, I, it's still you gotta wonder how that's gonna work. Like three at a time, lordy. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of cool that it affects your time at the park, or maybe four at a time because they have a pilot, co-pilot, gunner, and engineer. Uh, they just say pilot. Not doing anything. Mm. Yeah, they just say pilot, gunner, and engineer. Oh, yeah. That is three at a time because the average guest count is four. So mm. um, that's Wookie for what's the next ride. Mm. Well, the next ride is called Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance, mm-hmm. and this will put guests in the quote in the middle of an epic battle between the Resistance and the First Order. Finally, Brandon's going to get his politics. <laughs> now it's, it's just a half-hour lecture. <laughs> now, guys. What I think is cool about this, if you've seen the promotional video, because they release promotional videos for all of these. Right. If you've seen the promotional video, it is filmed on the attraction, and it looks real good. I'm so excited. Like it looks solid. I just uh, want to live there. And like it, basically, you're on the you're on the Imperial Station, uh, First Order Station, sorry. Uh, and then like the the Resistance ships like like light speed in, and I guess you have to do whatever. I don't know. We don't know a whole lot about it, but it kind of sounds really rad. Yeah, we'll have to see. Oh my god. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the the kind of the big news that came out of this was that John Williams is has composed new music for the entire land. That's, that's so cool. That's pretty yeah. cool. That's, that's so cool. I love. And that. I'm glad it, they're not just like and nothing's wrong with that. Just like using old Star Wars music, like like they do for 
Star Wars. The Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah. The Wizarding World of Harry Potter is just all eight soundtracks of the Harry Potter yeah. movies. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's yeah. what you want yeah. when you go there. But it's nice that like we're getting new Something Star new, Wars yes. that's original. Yeah. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. From the man himself. From mm-hmm. the man himself. So speaking of Star Wars news, the Mandalorian. Oh, uh, heck yeah. Also, before you jump mm-hmm. away, did you guys see the uh, uh, picture concept art for Marvel Land? No. Oh yeah, that was released. Oh Jesus. Oh. Uh, there's a big old Pym Tech. Pym Tech. Yeah. Pym Tech building. Yeah. Um, nice Iron Man looking structure. Oh, I'm gonna cry. And there's something Spider Man related going on there. How <laughs> much do you want to bet that there's gonna be a statue of Stanley in Marvel Land? Oh hell still? yeah! Oh, I yeah, bet I you they haven't thought of it until just now. Probably. Right. Yeah. Could, they could mirror the Walt Disney with Mickey. Yeah, they could. But they're building Marvel stuff. in, yeah. in oh all God. the parks. So. Guys, Marvel Land and Star Wars Land. Like, I I will never need to leave Disneyland. I can just live. <laughs> Sorry, there. wait. It's not. It's called, like a be- It's not called Marvel Land. It's called Avengers Land. They can't legally call it Marvel Land That's because okay. Universal has. Well, I like the Avengers. 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 It's gonna be like uh, the Tom Hanks movie, The Terminal, where he never leaves the airport. It, that's gonna be me, but at Disneyland. You're gonna, <laughs> gonna be brushing your movie. Yes, great movie. I love that movie. Uh, so the Mandalorian, as we said. Has cast its lead. I need to put my father's ashes here in Avengers Land. Oh, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> <Go on. laughs> uh, the Mandalorian has cast its lead. Pedro Pascal. Hell yeah, Viper! You know him as a Viper on Game of Thrones, Ben. Oh yes, that. Maybe oh. he'll keep his head in the show, <laughs> <laughs> or at least not get his brains blown out. Yep. What's, what's his name in whiskey? In yeah, he's whiskey. He's whiskey. In oh, he has, the, he has the laser laser lasso. The laser right? whip. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. Or lasso. Yeah, you're yeah. right. So he's so he's been cast as. The, the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Great. Even more, because I love Pedro Pascal. He's great. I want, I want to sit down and watch Narcos, because he's on Narcos too, yep. but I haven't yet, and now I'm just going to be like, no, I'm just going to Mandalorian. He's a good actor. He is. Heck yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was real good in Kingsman. I actually liked him in Kingsman, even yeah. though I was kind of disappointed in the film itself. Yeah. Yeah. I loved Prince Oberyn. He is so irresistibly charming in Game of Thrones. Why? And he just bangs anything and everything. Uh-huh. Uh, so I hope a little bit of that charm comes comes into Mandalorian because uh, he's great. Yeah. Um, also, we found, we, we've we've learned that Gina Carano, who was in Deadpool. Gina Carano, yeah. De- Deadpool. She's an MMA person. Uh, she has been cast in an undisclosed role. She's a, she's like an act, super action-heavy like stunt lady. Like, like I said, she was, was like an actual MMA fighter. And she was the first Deadpool, right? Yeah. Yes. She was, yes. uh, she was like the, yes. the henchwoman. Yeah, who uh, you're thinking of, yes. Oh, yeah. she's awesome. Oh, with the toothpick, yeah. Um, all right, moving on to some other television news. Young mm. Justice Outsiders finally has a release date. When? when? January 4th. Yay. Oh, my God, that's like soon. <laughs> that is a, that's, uh, I believe it's a week after Titans is due to end. Okay, that's cool. So Sweet. it's you know that's Titans is done next week. In Justice. All and episodes then, are they releasing them a week? It's gonna be weekly. And okay. then when that show ends, Swamp Thing will probably be coming out because that's How a couple many months episodes after. Episodes does Titans have? It look so if you remember they they released kind of a kind of a a, a release date. It's like Swamp Thing's April, I think. Kind of a, a release window for each show. Uh-huh. And it looked like Young Justice was staggered because they might still have a twenty-two episode season. So it was staggered between shows. That's not what I'm asking. I'm asking how many episodes Titans has. I'm looking. Oh, Titans ten. Oh, that's not when Titans ends. Yeah, Titans it's, it's al- the end of November. We're on, we're on episode yeah, four. Yeah, Titans is almost over. We have five more episodes, so that's like a month. No, I know, but two more episodes are already out. We just haven't watched them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, so it's almost done. Oh, wait, it might be 13 then. Okay. It's either 10 or 13. I'm looking it up. Hold on. It must... It, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a half season okay. of what we're used to. That's all I, that's all I know. Because uh, a lot of episodes are out now. Is how many? Like six? Five. Because five uh, just came out. Five just five came episodes. out. So, so six is coming out. So even if it was titled Jason Todd, yeah. Tuesday. Did you see how many? Uh, it doesn't say. It's on Wikipedia. It ends at seven. It doesn't say what. Like they don't give the descriptions for the uh, later episodes. Episode count. Oh, yeah. but they don't say how many episodes. It said six episodes because that's what's currently uh, like out. Interesting. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, so 
I mean, we're ten all to young, thirteen. Anyway, we're all really outsiders. This, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, to Young Justice. Of course we are. I can't believe it's coming back. Season three of Young Justice. Hallelujah. I'm gonna probably rewatch season two again. Okay. I don't remember our gosh darn thing except the breach, right? Uh, Was that the call? The, the breach. breach. See, I don't remember that. Yeah, I need to rewatch all of it again. I can't, can't believe I still remember that stupid uh, fake commercial they had, like Reach for Reach, because that stupid soda drink they had. I yeah, the sublim. That's like they live, like subliminal messaging and stuff. Like we're here to help you, but not really. I, I like don't it. know. It's like we only have this one Reach ship, and then it was like it was Mongol. Mongol came by Warworld, right. and then their entire fleet showed hey up. Hey guys, let's talk about uh, Young Justice is dope. Uh, Mongol has a place called Warworld, and it's just a giant planet that twelve battles. episodes. 12? Okay. War World's great. Young Justice is great. Remember when like Aqualad was like a bad guy, but it wasn't a bad guy, and like, uh-huh. people died? Young Justice is awesome. That show's so good. I remember when show. Young Justice made that five-year leap, and then, then uh, yeah, awesome. like, all like the breakups and the deaths were going on, and you're sitting there going- Jason Todd died in that in that span of Yes, he did. Artemis. Do you know how- Artemis? Oh, God, Artemis. That show's great. I yeah. love Artemis. That show's rad. Um, so that- uh, Moving on, I guess, unless we, we have- Moving on. Yeah, we're just excited. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., was renewed for a seventh season. And no, you did not miss season six. It hasn't come out yet. Is this because I think we talked about it? It's doing like two half seasons or something? This well, one we, is, it sounds like what it might be is that they want to film them both back to back and do the production schedule essentially of a 22 episode season, but get two seasons out. Mind you, season six isn't out till summer. After Avengers 4. After Avengers 4. And so season seven won't be out until... 2030. Well, we don't know. I guess they could just drop it right in the they, fall. They could expedite could, like both yeah. seasons. Because yeah. then they'd be right back to back. I then guess. why don't they just make it one well, season? Because that's just a hiatus for a season then. Story reasons. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? We'll see what when we find out but what they've already about. broken up the, the, the season into different stories. I'm not Jeff Lowe. Who knows? I don't know. Is Jeff Lowe right. still running Agents yes. of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Jeff Lowe, run, Jeff Lowe runs all of Marvel Television. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, it's it's surprising. Yeah, considering we all kind of agree that it should have ended at five, but and and then seasons. and then it's still got a sixth season, but it got a sixth season with a much shorter episode count. Yeah. So we're all like, okay, so they want to see makes, how it's doing, and then they're like, nah, go ahead, give them a season seven. And it's like, oh, um, it makes me. It just shield does really well internationally. Yeah, it makes me imagine that like they're they're doing season six right now, and they're so far ahead. We're like, all right, like I think this is pretty good. If we can get another season, let's do it because they're confident. I wonder if they're doing anything related to the streaming service, and that's why. Who yeah. knows, man? Right. Who really knows? That seventh season would be out by the time the streaming services. Right. So yeah. if they're sixth season too, potentially. No, I think we're looking at end of and around the end of 2019. But the that fourth hasn't quarter been said. of 2019. Uh, for They've just said like they said late 2019. Late, late 2019. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's still. I'm looking at like if they're I'm making if they're making quarter. plans for it, then it yeah. could be related to the streaming service. Yeah. Who knows? Um. Uh, yeah. That's 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 a weird one. What do you, you got? Anything, Ben? Just let the horse be dead already. Stop being a dead horse. That's that's what I feel about when um You're talking about Colson or the show. The show. <laughs> no, I like last season. That, that I did like last season. You know I mean, what? Yeah, that, that's good. great. Uh, it's I also guess, a good ending. Yes, that that is great. But for me, Shield is one of those TV shows that you guys keep telling me he's like you have to, you should watch it, you should watch it. It's really good. It's really good. I want to be clear. I've never said that to him. Okay, other people have been telling me it's really good. It's really good. And then I try, Wait. and then I stop, and I've watched something better, like Cowboy Bebop. We have told him that seasons four and five were good. And that he should see seasons four and five. But do I have to watch seasons Fair one, point. two, and three to understand what's going on? No. Okay. I mean, it helps, but like, no. But, but at really. the same time, even though you are telling me, and I trust your opinion, I still don't want to watch it. No, I feel you. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, nobody's making you. I know. Ben. Yeah. Freaking watch that show. Watch the show, bro. Ha, ha, ha. All right. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, so, who are you guys' um, now without saying who it actually is, guys. Oh, I'm going to screw this up. <laughs> Who was your first choice to play Lex Luthor on Supergirl? 
Michael Rosenbaum. <sighs> Michael Rosenbaum. On, on the it's on the CW, correct? On the CW. Let me let me think of a like sexy young but like old. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> well, nothing. was it John Cryer? Oh no. Who? He John? wasn't. He wasn't even close. Wait, as in like the the guy from the guy Two, from and, two and, and a Half Men? He's cast. So John Cryer has been cast as Lex Luthor. He's currently bald in the TV he's show. He's currently bald. Supergirl. Bullshit. Listen, here's the thing. Hold on. We all know him from Two and a Half Men. Yes. Yeah, he's hilarious. It's on 10, 10 years of that show. Yes, uh, but like I know him from Pretty in Pink, so I still I don't like him as Lex Luthor. <laughs> well, I know him from Super from Superman Four. Yeah, Quest for where Peace. he plays goofy ball Luther. He was in Superman Four. He was. He's been a Luther before, my bro. He's Luther's nephew, or like cousin, or I nephew. think his nephew. Yeah. yeah. Well, to be honest, I may own Superman Four. That's because I just have the, the collection Quest for Peace. I've never seen it. It has, nu- it has Nuclear Man. And I heard he has, no. like hey, Nuclear Man made an appearance in Superman. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That was pretty cool. It's pretty, pretty cool. But really, he got cast as Lex Luthor, bald and shaved head and everything. He's currently bald right now. He is currently bald. Yeah, I have to be seen, fair. Hold up, I gotta see a photo yeah. of John Cryer um, now. Listen, I can't. I can't. It doesn't look good. No, I can't. Like, say I'm, I'm really excited, but like I, I'm sure they there did it for a reason. Well, let me tell. Let me tell you what uh, the executive producers Robert Rovner and Jessica Queller had it to say in a joint statement. We are enormous fans of John Cryer, and he was instantly our dream actor to play the iconic role of Lex Luthor. That's so weird to say. John is a super talent, and the fact that he played Lenny Luthor in Superman Four brings an added layer of legacy to his casting. That's the reason. We're beyond thrilled to welcome John to the Supergirl family. I mean, technically, he does continue the the super the Superman the previous Superman actors in in other Superman properties. So I did. I never watched Two and a Half Men, but I know he's like a goofy character. But like mm-hmm. I like, and this is not me shitting on the CW, but it's kind of me shitting on the CW. Like, <laughs> hey man, th- th- those shows have good actors, but like, it's, like it's not Daniel Day Lewis up in here. You know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah. he he'll probably fit just fine. So it's, you know what. I'm actually going to be Ryan's role in a positive thing. I think he actually kind of looks good with a bald head. Yeah. Oh, I'm mean, not doubting he doesn't look good with a bald mean, head. Shave, just the, shave the... I mean, I, the, the picture I'm looking at is from no, the... No, no, keep of, the beard. He doesn't look like a Lex Luthor to me. He, it's not your first choice for... Uh, he doesn't... He doesn't... He's more of the Jesse Eisenberg Lex Luthor, but no, without hair. No, I, I wouldn't put him that. I wouldn't do that. No, I, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, far. eccentric and quirky. Yeah, he, I wouldn't go that far, but he's definitely more... I, I don't get the gravitas of, that I want from Lex Luthor. It's good... I, just just from his face, I don't feel I could ever be intimidated by him. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know. Well, we'll I might say. also be biased because I don't know. I'll, the only thing I've ever seen the man in is in um, Two and a Half Men. Yeah. He pretty much just acts like that in anything he's in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've in Pretty in Pink, a, he's uh, just like a silly teenager. In Superman, he's a silly Luther. I've yeah. seen him uh, in a Broadway show with Neil Patrick Harris. Dude. Same guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, we'll see. Who, uh, who t- knows? Who knows? He could probably be one of the best looks with those we ever seen on television. I don't know. We're, there's only one other. <laughs> I mean, uh, what's, what's well, the name there's of another the, one. The main guy from Community, Joel McHale. Yeah. Oh, I'd like to see him mm-hmm. as. He could have been a good Luther. Yeah, he could have. Yeah, but Ryan, there is also Lex Luther cast in uh, Lois and Clark: The New Adventures of Superman. Oh, you're right. Who was it? I can't remember. I don't How could I forget about Lois and Clark? <laughs> All I remember are Dean Cain and Terry Hatcher. Hey, you know what? Yeah, it, it is. Cute. It is kind of cool that. Uh, I know. I think we said this before. I really like the idea that previous Superman actors have appeared in Superman. It is cute. Properties. It's nice. Yeah, Dinky yeah. And appeared. I wouldn't have minded him appearing. Christopher just Reeve not appearing as Lex in Luthor. Smallville. Smallville. I don't think he's a good Lex Luthor choice. That's yeah. all. I will say this. I really. A lot of people say Ruby Rose is a good Batwoman choice, and we're pretty positive on that. Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. I, I. That's different. Well, I'm just saying. I um, I applaud that the CW 
and I think it's because DC is letting him do this now. But like, just make it, just do what you want. Have Superman, have Lex Luthor, have your main characters. Yeah. Like, the only thing we're really missing is like a Batman, we're and we getting, have we have everything but Batman. We're getting Lois Lane. Yeah, we've mm-hmm. we've mentioned Themyscira. Yeah. So like we've seen Themyscira actually. It's it's really cool that like hey we can just do movie stuff in the TV shows now. So right. it's it is cool that I'm gonna get to see Alex Luthor on the small screen it even if it's not the like, one I choose again again yeah I yeah. mean yeah it's yeah it sounds like the me. CW is just telling their their um, crew of superhero shows it's like you know what guys just have fun yeah and that's yeah, all it, we want because like, how many other Luthers can there be before you need to get to Lex it kind of it kind of reminds me of my reminded me of a joke I used to make when Flash was announced and the the movie Flash was already in production and then the oh, TV yeah. show was happening I was just like how did they how did they slip that because at the time like Warner Bros was like. If it's in yeah. the movie, it can't be in the show. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like Green Arrow came out, and like Green Arrow's Green Arrow, but like the, the Flash was a, like a backdoor pilot. And like they're gonna have the Flash, like so, they're one of their main guys. So on what? A small I, so what I was like, so what I was, so I was like, how'd they do that? Did they just kind of like walk into the Warner Brothers office? So hey, hey guys, uh, so um, you know we're thinking about doing these things for the next year. We wanted to Flash, and what was that? Oh yeah, we wanted to Flash. Eh, thanks, guys. <laughs> It's like yeah, it's like a it's like here's so here's the agenda for today and there's forty eight things and then like thirteen it's the Flash TV show. Like, hey, what's this one? Hey, what's this? Don't worry about it. Yeah. We just want just don't worry about it. Because yeah. they, they really they but now it looks like But now we're Superman, getting we're you know. getting Elseworlds and like Final Crisis or not Final Crisis, but like Infinite Crisis and like the monitor, which is like peak DC nerd comic bullshit. So yeah. like we're here, we made it. We made one it. of the deep one of the really deep cuts yeah, in it's DC great. lore. I mean, it's, is what I mean, the it's monitor. like that's he fights Superman and Superman's in the show. Like, know, we we made it. Yeah, what were you gonna say, Sparks? We made I it. mean, I really like Supergirl, but I yeah. just I'm I'm not a big fan of John Cryer, and yeah. I don't love this choice. I'll still be watching the show. I still really like the show, and I'll hope for the best. But maybe this don't, is don't like, love it. Yeah, maybe don't love it. He's done the same thing for thirty years. He's like, man, I want to try to be a bad guy. So like, maybe he's got something we just never have seen. Hope maybe. so. I think to see that like they generally do pretty okay casting for most of the characters. So like, I don't know. They also cast that Hawkman. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that Hawk Girl. Hey, mm-hmm. did you know she was a barista for six months? <laughs> Really? Because they say that every episode. That, that Hawkman was real bad. Yeah. You know who'd make a great Hawkman? The one Hawk from Smallville? Michael Shanks? So, he, oh. Yeah. He, yes. would, he was really good. He was really good. Uh, so make a good Lex Luthor, too. Um, uh, oh, Michael Shanks is Lex Luthor. So I want to... I wanna Michael Shanks is Lex Luthor. Is that the Hawkman from Smallville? Yes. Okay. That is Daniel Jackson from Stargate SG-1. Oh, okay. we're, like, we're like two minutes away from him preaching Jared Harris as Lex Luthor. <laughs> Jared Harris as Dumbledore. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, I just want to touch base because I'm I'm keeping up on the CW shows. I think that they might be hinting at a down the line giant, like whatever Flash disappeared in from the get go of the Flash show is actually going to be a gigantic crisis for all the CW shows at some point. Well, they did like well, near probably like when they want to end the shows. That's how they're going to end them. Like actually, sure. do well, yes, crisis. I think they're hinting at it with the Arrow flash forward. I've heard about that stuff. Yeah, the Arrow flash forward seem to be hinting that. It's related to whatever the crisis event is. I saw the clip where Nora reveals, like five years later, the, the, the because we've always seen the headline "Flash vanishes in crisis," uh-huh. mm-hmm. and now Nora's like, "Here's what it is five years later." Right, and it's five years later. Flash never returned, or something like yes. that. Yes, uh, I think that's interesting. Crisis yeah. on Earth. All the Earths. I wonder if it's not, it's not it's not five years later. It's, uh, by the way, it's it's twenty five years. Oh, the Flash is still not Flash. returned. I wa- I wonder if it's going to be like you know we see. Remember in Legends when we see like a seventy-year-old Flash, like in the first season of Legends, the seventy-year-old Flash like calls oh, is it the old Legends. man, yeah, Grant old Gustin? man, old man Barry, yeah, yeah, like calls the Legends and says, "Don't trust me" or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So he comes back, I guess. 
No, anyway, so I, I think that this next crossover, we're not going to see the anti-monitor. I think the one after we will, though. Yeah. Right. I think that'd be kind of rad. I, like, I do think that they're building up to something that that maybe it isn't, but I think potentially could be their way to like end the main shows yeah. Yeah. Uh, at some point because it feels like it's all kind of starting to bridge towards a large yeah, event that happens ahead of them. We're seeing like... Legends uh, is hinting at it too. They're kind of doing this thing that the comics did because the comics didn't start with, didn't start with Crisis on Infinite Earths. They started with the small crises. Crisis on Earth X, right, was one of the was one of the very first like crossovers yeah, that yeah. they did. So like you kind of see like they're kind of taking the comic book yeah. approach and like fighting Nazis on alternate worlds like fun and big, but like this like Elseworlds, we're getting a bunch of people from a bunch of different multiverses like the Monitor, so like Dark John Red Skies, like we're getting to like epic really big stuff so like the next the next one has to be huge yeah. huge crisis and it already is yeah dude I've been preaching crisis on Infinite Earths ever since we saw that stupid newspaper in season one of Flash where it says yeah. Flash of, goes away in crisis and then there's another headline on that same paper but that, let me says, tell you. that says red skies I'm thinking Infinite Earths let me, let me tell you when they finally do it, uh-huh. you're going to be glad they waited that yeah. as long as they did. Oh, yeah. To then you'll need to watch and do the legwork. <laughs> you'll need to watch 17 seasons of four different shows. You know what? You know what? I you will know what? put in the damn work for You know it. what? You build up. You do the legwork. What did the MCU do? Yep. They built up. They did the legwork. Mm-hmm. What's what's DC not doing? Building not doing the legwork. Work. Yeah. I'm still holding out. skipping leg day. I'm still holding out hope that somehow Swamp Thing... And Constantine joined Damn, together. Jesus Christ! I heard that That's Constantine mentioned Alec Holland. He says he Swamp Thing. He does. Oh, he, does. he says, he says like, Swamp Thing. He's like, oh, like some bit of body. Like oh, I once knew a Swamp Thing. That's yeah. cool. Looks right at the camera. Oh, <laughs> all right. We spent a lot of time on this one. Heck yeah! Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we heard that Adi Shankar, who was the producer, maybe the director of Dread, uh, the producer on Castlevania, had said that he had talked to another video game company about doing another show. Oh shit! I haven't heard about um, this. Was the other thing? He. It's cool. For a while, we were so the the rumor that came out was it was Legend of Zelda. Is it? No, no. Shit. That's why I'm glad we didn't talk about yeah, it. Yeah. So we decided to wait yeah. because we thought that well, let's wait and see what it is rather than speculating. And now we know it was revealed on the 16th, which was Friday, yep. that he had bought the rights to Devil May Cry. Yep. Oh shit! And, and it's it, it, not even just. I mean, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. He has he has bought the rights. He's not. He's not. He's not get the uh, a studio didn't give him the rights to didn't give him the rights. He sought to it out. He yeah. bought them. He sought it out. He went to Capcom and he bought them with his own money. That's what so, a good producer does. So that he wouldn't need studio interference. So that it could just be him doing it. Yeah. So he. So he uh, has acquired the rights from Capcom, and he had this to say: "I acquired Devil May Cry's rights myself, so the jabronis in Hollywood don't f this one up too." Yeah. Devil May Cry will join Castlevania in what we're now calling the bootleg multiverse. So here's the weird and crazy thing. Those two games do not cross over at all. Nope. So he's making a multiverse, but it makes sense because... I mean, uh, it's probably just it's just the things he's doing. It doesn't need to cross over. Well, no, I mean, it, you can, it can make sense story-wise because uh, Castlevania takes place in like 1200 yeah. and DMC is a modern game, but they both fight demons and the devil and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they can very easily do time travel or bring both characters together. I mean, he says multiverse, which means yeah. probably parallel universes. Yeah, um, um, but like they can very easily combine these universes, which he seems to be doing, which is cool. There is no news on any creative teams. There's no news... Th- this is the only thing we have. We don't know where it's airing, although it's probably going to be Netflix. Be It'd be weird if it wasn't Netflix, yeah. right? Especially if um, it's a multiverse. If it's the same anime style that's, that Ca- that Castlevania is, I have all have the Have you all watched the new season of Castlevania? Not, I yet, not yet. I'm still trying to get Fanny caught up. There's yeah. a lot of shows going on. Here. It's yeah. too, too yeah. many. 
Uh, this is kind of exciting. I'm very excited. I love DMC. I've I'm never done. seen. I've never played Devil May Cry. Neither have I. Played God of War. Yeah, it's like Dabo with guns. Well, so I've always kind of had a passing interest in Devil May Cry because it looks kind of interesting, um, and I really like Castlevania the animated show. So that I'm kind of down for this. I yeah. like anything that Adi Shankar does, even his his um, fan films. I really enjoy. Yeah, Power Rangers. Yeah, the Venom one. Yep. Yeah, but Be- that Venom one's a better Venom movie than the Venom. 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 That's not hard. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's really so. I'm really, I'm really stoked for that one. So um, here's the interesting thing: um, they rebooted Devil May Cry a couple years ago. They did. I remember this. And then uh, I, I liked it because it's a fun action game, but uh, nobody liked it, so they unbooted it. So now Devil May Cry Five is coming out. Really? Yeah. That's they funny. made four like ten years ago, and then they rebooted, it and nobody wanted it. Yeah. So they just they're doing an unboot. Um. So move on to some trailers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. First, we got. Do worst the best. Oh, actually, none of them are bad. <laughs> I'm I, I'm gonna do start with Dumbo. <laughs> okay, I'll start with Dumbo. Yeah, Dumbo came out. Uh, the the first theatrical this is the theatrical trailer, the full length theatrical trailer to Dumbo, which is um I almost said Tim Curry. Tim What's Burton. Name? Tim Burton. <laughs> I forgot Tim Burton's name. This is his new uh, Disney film. Yeah. What do we all think about this one? I it looks pretty good. Uh, Ryan and I talked about this right after we saw it, and uh, it, both of us kind of agreed that we think that. Um, the animals aren't going to talk in this. Yeah, yeah, and that—that's yeah. why it seems that the mouse's role has been transferred to the family, mm-hmm. specifically yeah. the daughter. Um, though they did have a nod to the mouse in, yeah. mm-hmm. in here, but uh, what's, what's it, his it name? does Timothy Timothy Mouse. Okay, it does seem like they're they're not going to. Don't talk. you mean Tim Mousey? No, no. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm interested in that because that means that they're going to have to do a lot of visual work to to really connect us with the that story between looks Dumbo, super cute yeah Dumbo man it's definitely a cute animal yes um my girlfriend did say that she uh is p- absolutely 100 percent positive she's gonna cry when they're mean to him in the movie probably when the, when the when the mom is chipped away i'm like yeah oh. yeah mm-hmm. uh no, yeah and just the music of uh a uh, baby of mine in the background just like ow it's I, uh, dumbo's not really like i don't lo- care about dumbo a lot of it's those not old, high up there for me yeah. a lot of those old disney properties i'm not crazy about um I say a lot because there are some that I do really like. Right. But Dumbo's not really one that I'm... Same. And I also, t- like, for me, it's kind of a double-edged... Like, it's kind of, like, doubly not care because... You're not a big Tim Burton boy? Uh, Tim Burton's recent stuff has not done that for me. Yeah. And, sure. Uh, sure. Which is fair. And so, like, I'm kind of like... But then I saw this show, and I'm like, this kind of looks pretty good. Uh, it's got Michael Keaton. Feels like it's channeling Big Fish a little. Oh, uh, Danny DeVito's well, Danny in. DeVito being exactly the same He's character the same from character. Big Fish is... Big Fish is so that. good. Oh my no, God. but, that, like, that, but I, I get a Big Fish vibe from that, yeah, and I yeah. do like Big I Fish. I do, too. If this do movie's too. half as good as a Big lot Fish, of, A lot good. of the, the visual palette of the film yeah. is very much like the the storytelling in Big Fish, which I, which I love. That's my favorite Tim yeah. Burton film. So. Do we have confirmation that this is a musical? We do not. The only thing we know for sure is that uh, Pink Elephants on Parade, isn't it? Yeah. Which I'm so stoked I w- to see a live action Pink same. Elephants on Parade. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like Burton's Jungle Book. visual style for Pink Elephants on Parade is going to be fantastic. I think it'll be like Jungle Book. Like I, two songs. I think, I, I do think that. I, I, saw, I, I saw what looked like a major musical performance with Michael Keaton in the front singing. Yeah. Which I'm kind of all in for. It mm-hmm. could it could be. It could be. Um, nothing has been confirmed one way or another. I think definitely Pink Elephants on Parade is in it. Yeah. And I do think that uh, uh, Baby, Baby Mine will Mine. be in it. Of course. Um, it will be. And I think it'll probably be the daughter singing it to yeah. them. Yeah. 
So yeah, this this one looks pretty pretty good, honestly. Like if it's like you said, if it's half as good as Big Fish, I'm in. The modeling of Dumbo is really great. Yeah, so uh, cute. The, it, it, that it's impressive how how believable the elephant looks with the ears. Yeah, yeah. They did and a really the big great eyes. job. They did a really great job adapting it. Yeah, the the big eyes and the ears, like it looks like a real elephant. Yeah, still. yeah. You're gonna uh, laugh at this. No. I was talking to Brandon about this because I know you won't, Ryan. But uh, no, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna laugh at you now. Well, the only reason why I would watch Dumbo when I was a little kid was for the Casey Junior song. Who's Casey, Casey Junior? The train. The train. Oh, Casey, and that's actually still one of my favorite rides at Disneyland is Casey, the Casey Junior train over by the Dumbo Flying Elephant ride. I, I love Casey Junior. I'm not. I'm not 100 sure this. how much Casey Junior will be well, present. They're probably not gonna be a whole lot. They'll probably just name the train Casey, Casey Junior on the side. Yeah. That's probably all I'm going to get, but if I get that, that'll make me happy. Who thinks we're getting the crows? Not me. I do think we'll see we're crows. We're getting Jim Crow? But again, well, I do think we'll see crows, but again, this goes back, I don't think animals are going to talk in this one, yeah. apparently. I think they'll just be like in so the So I think image. that we'll just see we'll just crows. Do you think we're going to get Colin, Colin Fur? Fur? Feral. Feral. Colin Feral. Wait, no, they're... Colin Feral. Colin Feral. <laughs> I think we're going to get Colin Feral being like, look, there's Jim the Crow. Wink, I, wink. I want to. Bu- I want to bet Tim Burton. It would just like nix that real quick. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. So no, it looks good. So move on to the other. I will, we'll move on to the other Disney teasers. We got two teasers back to back Monday and Tuesday of Toy Story Four. Yeah. Yes, uh-huh. our first look at Toy Story Four. The first one was a was kind of a a, a dance that they're all doing, Sporky? holding hands, and we were introduced to a new character, Sporky. Forky. That's his name. Forky. Forky sorry. His name is Forky. He's a spork. Uh, and I'm I, mad already. I re- it's the voice of Buster Bluth from uh, Arrested Development. And it's just, I don't belong here. <laughs> yeah, so this movie's about like existentialism and like yeah, g- g- gaining uh, sentience. So so as I, as I rightly gathered from the last D23, there is a road trip involved in this movie. They, Ooh, confirmed, that they confirmed that. There is they a, confirmed there is that a with thing. a synopsis. Uh but I am concerned that the original concept that was announced at the D23 before that about Bo Peep seems to just maybe be gone. Uh, so Rashida oh, Jones no. was on that. She, and then, was, she was the and one And then she's no longer on that. Right. So who knows? Let's see what and she... And I'm uh, bummed if that's totally out the window. Yeah. Though I am intrigued with the Forky thing. I'm like, I'm real bummed that you that's some like seriously like some like thing. cosmic shit like like you just put eyes on this fork and it gains sentience like yeah. what does that mean for this universe it's like what what does it mean to be a toy yeah, yeah right it's, that is yeah. it's Westworld <laughs> that does seem to be the concept of it oh wow yeah I'm a little bummed to see that probably the Bo Peep thing is, is uh, we just don't know we don't know yet it's I, still I, I wonder if perhaps Woody will come across Bo Peep in the road trip and like you know Pixar has done a thing lately of like you think the movie's about one thing, but it's actually about a totally different thing. Yeah, that's true. So um, this this could be another situation like that, where like that's important, but there's also another layer to it. And again, or like how everyone was, you know, certain about who Dante's uh, ancestor, sorry, not Dante, uh, Miguel's ancestor was oh, in Coco, yeah. and then Cruz. going in through the trailers, and you're not right. Uh huh. <laughs> no one was right. Ernesto. What do they think about the second teaser that was released on Tuesday, which introduced us to Key and Peele's new characters? Yeah, it's, it's cute. Oh, it's hilarious. Cute. That's cute. Which, I, I, it really reminded me of the original marketing for Toy Story 2. It reminded me a lot of their 
They did a sketch. Yeah, it was their the um, Liam Neeson sketch. Yes, it, it's definitely referencing yeah. Yeah. the Liam Neeson sketch. Yeah, well, the one where they're standing outside the hotel and it's like yeah, that was they like a praise repeat. Liam Neeson, and this one was reminiscent of that because they're like, yeah. oh, I love the last Toy Story with the buzz. Like it's yeah. it's definitely acknowledging that, it. I was just glad that uh, um, Keen Peel came back because I was a little scared that um, since um, Keen Peel, well, Key was in. Um, Keegan Michael Key was in like Predator yeah. or the Predator, and he was in all these movies. And then Jordan Peele goes on to win an Oscar for Get Out. I'm kind of scared. It's like maybe they drifted apart, but now that they're back nah, together, it's like, uh, it's like uh, they just wanted to. Explore it's like Nick Frost yeah. and Simon Pegg. Like th- th- they're still bromance. They're still oh, I, they're still strong, but they want to do their own thing. Yeah. That, yeah. That's I, I found the synopsis uh, real quick for the okay. for the Toy Story Four. Yeah, yeah. Um, the synop- the official synopsis is Woody has always been confident about his place in the world. And that his priority is taking care of his kid, whether that's Annie or Andy, sorry, or Bonnie. But when Bonnie adds a reluctant new toy called Forky to her room, a road trip adventure alongside old and new friends will show Woody how big the world can be for a toy. Directed by Josh Cooley uh, and produced by Jonas Rivera and set out and up and Mark Nielsen. Disney Pictures Toy Story 4 Adventures to U.S. Theaters June 21st, 2019. Oh, yeah, so uh, it, because it brings up Woody as the main point of view, I still wonder if the Bo Peep thing could be at the heart of it. We'll never know until we see it. It definitely feels like there could be a misdirect here. I really hope she is because I, I miss don't, Bo Peep. Yeah, I mean, some of the stuff, they don't mention Bo Peep, and I'd be no, really bummed to... To see that one go. Yeah. Maybe it's we'll like old-fashioned Hey, guys, switch. don't forget, this is like the saddest movie ever made. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. No. They didn't say saddest. They said they said it's gonna make you feel. Yeah. Well, Toy Story three made me feel a lot. So if it does I'm, anything like I'm that, I'm sorry. I mean, yes, Toy Story three made me feel, but up straight up hurt. I would still say up has the mo has the most Don't feels in the it. The subject we are talking about Toy Story. <laughs> I know, I know, we are, but I'm just that's my two cents. When up did, had more feels? Uh, than when did Toy, Toy Story three come out? Like ten years ago? Less. Ooh. Uh, I saw it in high school, so it has no, to be. No, Toy Story three came out. It in came out in high school. Two thousand. It's ten years 11? after Toy Story two. 2011? Was it really? It was 10 years after Toy anyway, Story 2. I know that. Anyway, I was a teenager. 2010 or 2011. So like, okay, I graduated in 2010. Okay, so like I was 18, but like I've never seen so many adults cry in a theater. Right. <laughs> for a kid's movie. That it's one crazy. Hit. That one hit. 2010. Jesus. Yeah. Um, Almost 10 years ago. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, wow. I, I definitely can see where they won't shy away from doing some things that are really going to shake up the Toy Story world. Um, that they've been doing that a lot with their films lately. Ralph Breaks the Internet is certainly one where you're going to see some of that too. Is this... Mm-hmm. Are we going to get Toy Story 5? Uh, I don't know. Is this... Because like 4 generally... It doesn't always mean, but it's like the start of something new because 3 was like... I don't think that's their goal. Yeah. I, I'm pretty Just sure. make Pixar, another one? Pixar very much is like if there's another story. Gotcha. Well, they also said after Toy Story 4, they're backing away from sequels for the time being. Yeah, I got so Incredibles 2, so really, I'm happy. It, yeah. Who knows? Good. They, they've they've always they've said in the past too that they'll back away from sequels and then someone has an idea you know yeah. so bet, it's the, Pixar's policy is usually always like someone has to have a strong idea and they all agree that they want to do it especially with the Toy Story franchise they're very very protected. reserved about yeah. when they want to go back for another I bet we get a Toy Story TV series before we get a Toy Story 5 if I don't get an Incredibles TV show I'm gonna cry I think that they'll just keep doing shorts as they've been doing for Toy Story since yeah. 3 I think I think they'll just go back to that every here and there unless a, someone has a great film idea after four. Right. But I wouldn't be surprised if four is it. Yeah. Uh, Alita it makes a billion dollars. I, it's definitely not trying to set up a new trilogy. Alita: Battle Angel had a new trailer. Hell yeah! Uh, the final trailer they say the movie's out in February now. Yep. Um, what do we all uh, think about this one? I think this movie looks radical. 
This movie looks like an anime I, brought to life. I literally. want some anime, some good anime movies. Make it happen, yeah, please. Yeah, this looks this looks like a great step forward for anime live action films. Yeah, I'm, this, this latest trailer kind of sold me a little bit more than the than the last couple. I'm I'm totally more into this one. Yeah. than I was before. I feel like the narrative feels a lot more wide open and the action looks good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yep. And then, well, the most surprising trailer of the of the week. Was Detective Pikachu? Why does this movie look so good? I'll believe, tell you why. I can't believe it. Rob Letterman, who directed Goosebumps, and Goosebumps is a great movie. Yes, it is. Uh, he's the right choice for this. The this this looks this looks good because it's got a good creative team who don't want to take it too seriously, but know where the line is. Like, dude, Rob Letterman, Letterman might be the next um, Egon. What's his Harold, name? Uh, Harold Ramis. Ramis. Yeah. Like it. Like the. This guy's got it. Like all you need is is Jack Black in a in in one of his new kid friendly roles. Yeah, and like this is this film could be great. Like I I think this movie looks awesome. Uh, I think that the Pokemon look great. The Pokemon that was my biggest surprise. Like when I first saw Pikachu, or even the when it said Welcome to oh, I forgot the name of the city, but Rhyme to, City. Welcome to Rhyme City. Did you also it, see his 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 ticket? Sorry, it said Leave in Town. I thought mm. it, his I, ticket is rhyme rhyme city to leave in town. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was a, it was supposed to be lavender town. No, it's leave in town. Okay, leave in town. Uh, Ryan and I were looking at some of the models that they created uh, for the Pokemon, and they look incredible. Yeah, like the the models that that are creating the life. Hey, that Mister Mime is really creepy. Hell yeah, it is. So like this 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 movie baffles me because like I it's like I was talking to you about it. I think yeah. like. A live-action Pokemon movie can go so many ways. Yeah. This is not the way I thought a Detective Pikachu movie was gonna look. Mm-hmm. It's like an actual like noir movie, and it has like it looks like a it looks like Pokemon. It it's looks cr- like it's so good. Those Greninjas uh, look like the ninjas you would find it like they're trying like they're like the hit the hit Pokemon essentially. Like the Pokemon I, look incredible. I for some reason my image of a Detective Pikachu movie this whole time had been like, like there's Pikachu, movie. there's Pikachu, yeah. and people. Yeah, there, like I wasn't thinking about Pokemon. other Pokemon. Yeah, I was thinking about like there's a talking Pikachu who's a detective, and that's it. And people, it's full Pokemon. Well, like when you see tournaments, you see like gyms, you see all this. From stuff. What, from what I know about the game, is it is basically that. I mean, there are other Pokemon. That's that's why I thought that. But it, it, the main character is Pikachu. What I like so much about this is like, yeah, you're right, Ryan. It's it looks like the world of Pokemon. And then there's someone who could hear a Pikachu talk. Yeah. So yeah. there, this is based off a video game that that's not in America. Yes, um, I thought it was. Did not, not came out. No. Not yet. It not is yet. coming to America, okay. but it is not out yet. But like it's, I I don't know how to describe it. Like I, this is not what I expected, and yeah. I was so shocked and like how just good it looks. Like yeah. visually, like like and that's what Charizard. That's sweet. That's Charizard, Charizard looks and sweet. This, yeah. If Pokemon Go has told us anything, this is gonna be a hit. This yeah. is gonna make. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be people huge. have already like analysts are like, you guys aren't ready for the money this thing's about to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. gonna it's gonna be huge, and I I'm like you know if this launches a Pokemon universe like another film set yes. in the Pokemon world just about other things. I'm so there. We can get a film series about Red's Pokemon journey. It is in the it is in the Pokemon world. I I really like the design of Pikachu. I think he's adorable. Mm -hmm. My only complaint is that Ryan Reynolds sounds too sarcastic to be Pikachu. He's Deadpool. Yeah, he's just PG Deadpool. I think we will get used to it. Did you see the? I think right now it's a little. Did you see the tweet that Ryan uh, that Ryan Reynolds uh, tweeted after the the Detective Pikachu Mm, trailer came out? It was Pikachu in a dead in a Deadpool costume. Oh, Pikachu! Pikachu! Now uh, that said, I don't think Danny DeVito could have been in this movie. This movie that they're making, Danny DeVito would have also not have been the right choice. I have strong opinions about Danny DeVito, and I think 
I would I would rather my Detective Pikachu be like a grizzled old Danny DeVito than a young sarcastic Ryan Reynolds, but that's a different movie. But that movie definitely altogether. doesn't seem like no, the it's attitude a, they're putting a to A different him, movie yeah. altogether. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. The movie they're making, yeah. Ryan Reynolds, was probably the good choice. And like this ha- this is does it say if it's PG or PG thirteen? I'm like, probably I'm gonna PG. There's no rating. Yeah. Um, as far as I know. I would imagine PG. Yeah. But like because Rob Letterman does PG yeah, films. Uh, yeah. but like Ken Watanabe's in it and like he's talking about like Bill oh Maggie. Yeah, and like your dad was and you like see a Pokemon trader. Yeah, there's a Pokemon trader as a main character, as a Psyduck for a part. Yes. Yeah. No, I just love that. If you look really close in the um in uh um all oh, the Bulbasaur they look great yeah but that kid's room right when he walks in there's a um like a Johto tournament Steelix yep. versus Arnakuno the Sinnoh Championship twenty four all these yeah. like Pokemon references I'm like this movie is bl- gonna be bloody amazing With I don't all those references. I don't give a Charizard. shit yeah yeah that Charizard looks rad I don't I, give a shit about Pokemon yeah but I'm stoked for this movie <laughs> yeah um. You yeah. love Charizard. Don't I lie. do love Charizard. Charizard. Charizard's always and been that my Charizard favorite. looked incredible. Yeah. Charizard looked rad. The second I saw Charizard blast that flamethrower and almost bite Pikachu, I'm like, I want to live there you now. See the scales on Charizard. Yeah, yeah. a lot so of people. Good. A lot of people threw a fit that uh, that uh, Jigglypuff was fluffy. Fluffy. Because uh, what? D- okay. Yes, it's so, so dumb. So the Pokemon company, <laughs> so the Pokemon company is working on this film. So yeah. I kind of go by, look, it's their property. They're probably going to okay, have so design. Input. You know how Jigglypuff has like that swirl. Yeah. What yeah. is that going to be? Flesh. So of course it's hair. Apparently, and I did, I did the bare minimum of research. Yes. So don't, so don't quote me. But don't at from me. what I saw, uh, it looks like in Gen One, she wasn't fluffy. She wasn't no. furry. She had, she was like a uh, balloon, like material or whatever. Um, and then it, Gen Two and on. She was fluffy. So still for like twenty years. Yeah. Yeah. In her official Pokemon D- Pokedex entry in Generation One, she is known as the Balloon Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. So like Gen Two and on, she was she had fur. I think it looks better anyway. And I caught a Jigglypuff in my red version. Yeah, and I realized I did not like Jigglypuff all that yeah, much. So why? Just like that cartoon, like Jigglypuff puts a dude to sleep and then gets angry. Yeah, yeah. Like it's she like, puts everyone to sleep and then draws on your face. It's it's man, that Pikachu is so cute. Yeah, it's like we're gushing about like a Pokemon movie. Yeah. I didn't expect this to happen. I just right. love how I can't it. he's like, you can understand me. I've been so lonely, been so lonely. <laughs> <laughs> and no, one other. I just got to gush about this one little thing. The another thing I love is that how only um Justice I forgot his last Justice name. Smith. Justice, yeah. Justice Smith. Justice Smith is the only one who could understand Pikachu. And then they're at that market and he's like, try to talk to me all the time. All you hear is Pika Pika. Can you understand it? Yeah. And it's the original actor or the it's the original like the voice of Pikachu that you hear in the anime, in the video. Oh, is games. it really? Yes. I didn't know that. Well, yeah, it's, it's the same. It's, it's she's always I don't know if it's the original, but it's the same what, what the I think high pitched Pika Pika. I think it's always been the same actress. I think so. I don't too. know if maybe that's sure. super that's a nice little touch. But it's the original Japanese actress, I think don't at me and then only he only justice smith can hear ryan reynolds no one else all they hear is just a cute little pikachu yeah. that's all they hear and that's i love nice. that i, I think that's a love i think that's a really good wrinkle that it's only he can understand him i think that's really cool yeah, yeah we're not that, in a meowth situation yes thank god oh man oh man that just makes me think of like what if we see team rocket like i'm freaking out oh shit. team rocket like i really of all like the things I'm that sure i like team a rocket lot. will be somewhere yeah. not necessarily jesse yeah yeah like James, maybe a but, but, wanted but team rocket as like an in entity their, as they are in the mark in the manga for sure <gasps> those greninja are probably team they look real good and that's like a like one of the newer generations right greninja Gr- yeah greninja is generation like three or four doesn't matter no excellent well, it's just interesting because like you have the original 151 everyone knows but now we're up to like 700 it's just i saw his i saw no, his no, no, like gr- gr- i saw the, gr- the things turning i'm like oh buddy, yeah you don't need six. to dig that high because that's, so that's recent yeah x and x y is six i believe okay. i could be wrong don't at me but it's x and y he's a starter hey, for you x star and y. trek this stuff too i do so i just uh, yeah. it's just uh, he's he might be tired he might not get it for a while i just want to give him a break i'm just like 
we, you know, we have a lot of live action adaptations of, of a lot of things that we like, and a lot of them are great. And then some of them are like, wow, that's that's the direction they went. And like, I'm still just shocked that like somebody had a vision and they nailed it. We're not even like like we're just getting psyched about the Pokemon yeah. movie, and it just dawned on me we're talking about a movie that's potentially going to be the best video game adaptation movie yeah. and the yeah. best anime adaptation movie. Two All for one in one fell swoop. Two for one. Two birds with one stone. Yep. Two, Two pigeons with one stone. Oh, the world yeah. has changed. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> when does it come out? We're just a decade away from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I'm crying. 2019. Oh, they didn't give like a. I'm sure there's a date. I didn't look yeah. it up. It's 2019. Uh, something 2019. But I cannot wait to see another trailer for Detective Pikachu. Yeah, just us, a, gr- a bunch of grown men talking about how much they like Pokemon. Guys, I'm gonna be honest. This is this has quickly shot up to one of my most anticipated films of next yeah. year. Like and and remember when we were first talking about it, we we're like, I don't care why I do yeah, this. We were talking I mean. about how stupid this like, sounded. I went from zero to hundred immediately. Yeah. Like as soon as you had Ken Watanabe going, like your father was a great man. Did the you whole, guys, I, the I, whole thing for me was going from the it's just a talking Pikachu to no 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 it's a whole Pokemon world. I'm like, oh, did you guys hear? Okay. Yeah. Did you guys hear the theme song in yes. when yes. that trailer yes. first started? That oh that just got I, me I right went to, in the gut. I went to work. So remember this this came out the same day that the first toy story teaser came out yeah yep and I, I, like i was getting ready for i was getting ready for work and i'm like oh the detective pikachu i don't, might as well is am, do i really like this yeah and i was like sitting with that i was like is that was that good am i just look i have some wrong opinions but did that look great and like, like my, all of the internet was like guys is this as good as it looks because holy <laughs> shit like are we all hallucinating did we all just this like, actually happened i went hey. to i went to work and my friend was like hey did you see the detective pikachu trailer i'm like did you like it? Yeah. yeah. It looks great, I right? Think, I haven't seen anyone negative at all. <laughs> did you, can you imagine the guys over at Pixar after they dropped their Toy Story stuff? Thinking, oh, yeah, we're just going to break the internet. What the hell how, is the How crazy well, that's, that's why they yeah. held back the Key and Peel thing. It's like, <laughs> yeah. all right, we'll be the topic tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let them have this one. It's like, like man, Detective yeah. Pichu, what the F is this? I, I bet they had Key and Peel in the wings, <laughs> yeah. and they were waiting to release it a while away, and then Detective Pikachu happened there like, Oh, we got Maybe we now. should drop that tomorrow. <laughs> man, Warner, I think that because Le- is it true that Legendary Warner Brothers is doing this movie? Yes. Yes. Man, they must be ro- laughing so hard after they found out that Detective Pikachu was trending. Oh my god, this movie's gonna make so much money. I know. Oh my god. Let's move on then. Yeah, we've gushed enough about Detective Pikachu. How cool is that? We're gonna have a, a potentially really great Pokemon movie. The first one, uh-huh. not like the seventh one. So excited. Yeah. Right then, time now for our main topic of the show. It is more Detective Pikachu. I wish. (laughs) It is the review of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, colon, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Can it be Detective Pikachu? No. Oh. (laughs) Detective Pikachu, The Crimes of Grindelwald. (laughs) So, full spoilers from here on out for the the 10th film in the Harry Potter franchise. Wow. Uh, Fantastic Beasts and The Crimes of Grindelwald. If you have not seen this film, uh, hashtag protect the secrets, I guess. Uh, (laughs) go Go see it and come back. Uh, Is we it are safe though? The secrets. We will be we will be spoiling every aspect of this film, including its big reveals. Is that seriously a hashtag? Protect the secrets. It is, in fact. Yes. Okay. Their hashtag. So, uh, so first, let's get some initial thoughts. I want to I want to run to uh, Ben. No. <laughs> no. Oh no no. I'll, I have something. Now I know there are gonna be people who are gonna adore this movie. I have friends who absolutely love the first Fantastic Beasts movie. I think that movie is fine. It's serviceable. I think it's a lot of fun, especially after this one. <laughs> And I think half that movie is fun. Yeah. And I was most certain. Now, I know that people have been saying we've been a little negative towards this movie for a while. Brandon, and Brandon said that. I'm just kidding. 
And uh, listen, true. if they had good and, trailers like Detective Pikachu, then I would care about it. And I want to <laughs> say that I was really had some high hopes for this movie. I did not get what I wanted. I did not get a lot of things that I liked. And I have words. We will get into it later. Uh, Ryan. Um, so one of the first lines in this movie is, and I love when they do this in movies, but he's like, he needs to pay for his crimes. And mm. I snickered and it rolled my eyes. And that's how I felt for the whole movie. <laughs> Sparks. Um... That's it. <laughs> it's not as bad as Venom. Boy. Venom, Venom, Venom. It's not as bad as Venom. That's a positive. You are rubbing off on me, Ryan. Why are you doing this? <laughs> Don't, it's Eminem's fault. <laughs> uh, you got it, oof. dude. Use your words. You're a smart right, boy. That's the one. No, it's oof. That's the initial. Yeah. I, so I was, I believe I gave it a seven on the show. The first Fantastic Beasts. That sounds about right. Where to find uh-huh. them. Uh-huh. Um, I found that film to be enjoyable. It's whimsical still. It's kind of fun. Uh, the beast stuff works really well and we talked about it but we talked about it Uh, so going into this one I'm like look you know you're doing the story I want to see I want to I love Grindelwald I love the story of Grindelwald and Dumbledore Uh, surely this film you know J.K. Rowling can only get better as a screenwriter Uh, I don't like David Yates as a director but you know maybe the box office loves him maybe maybe they pull it out and and uh, and, uh, nope boy did I hate this film yep (laughs) Okay, so we we don't love the way David Yates has directed Harry Potter. We've talked about this yes. before. Yeah, um, this felt even worse. It really did. Like, I, like yeah. was David Yates high? I don't, was he on painkillers? This film, this film is so poorly edited. Oh disjoined. my god, yes. Like, Th- there are shots that I'm like, why are you doing this shot? This is terrible. A character, a character. So Queenie, as, as an example, I'm just going to jump around. Oh. So Queenie. So does the movie, up. so that's fine. Mm-hmm. Queenie gets picked up by one of Grindelwald's girls. Three scenes happen, and we're me- and it feels like the passage of time of like three days, and then we're back to Queenie, seemingly an hour later. Not only that, when Kowals- yeah. uh, when a Jacob Kowalski goes into the tomb of the Strange, and he gets a one point in his hand, says "Don't move," and oh my then God. and then the other and then um, Newt. Tina and the other, who was the other guy? Someone else. Newton Tina show a new Tina and Lita. Lita, Lita, Lita. Thank you. Lita. And go to the tomb, and then that other guy, the other the strange dude, or not the strange, the son, the guy of, who was going to kill him. Guy who was going to kill him. Yeah. Does anyone know his name? No. Malakana. Do they ever say it? Yes. yes. Malakana. Black French wizard. That's what I'm going to say. The black Malakana. Frenchman. Malakana. African American. Af- French. Wizard. No, no. He, he's. If he's French, he can't be American. Ooh. Boom. <laughs> Political correctness is wrong. Guys, listen. Hey, that's when she was saying black is not bad. That's okay. Af- African French. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> the African the, the African French wizard just Doesn't shows matter. up. Just say what you're <laughs> yeah. saying. But he shows up. We don't see Kowalski at all until the goddamn door opens. Oh, yeah. No, no, the one that. black that's guy a, in the movie who's a bad guy. Yeah, that's a one. really good That's a really good point. So what So what you're actually referring to, what's, what's so weird about that is that we're in this whole scene with the, with the Lestrange, with the, in the Tomb of the Lestrange, and we're getting this whole thing about who Credence might be, blah, 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 blah. blah. We'll get there in a moment. Oh, Jesus, um, that whole thing is so the dumb. Gates, the gate, the, 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 the tomb opens up. To the, to and, the mini place. Yeah, and, and, and then we, we see a shot of the gate. Cut to cut to them. Cut to our main cast of characters looking very confused. Cut to the what is supposed to be a different gate opening, because we see him walk through a different door, and Kowalski is there, just standing. But it looks like it's the same gate. And I'm sitting there going, 
Where did you, where were you the past the past twenty minutes? It is so the past weird. ten minutes of them explaining the whole Corvus Lestrange death. Okay, thing. anyway, so so the film starts. So so let's, let's, let's Grindelwald's been captured. So Grindelwald is, was captured in the last one, as we as we remember. Uh, it is now six months later, and they're moving him to the British Ministry of Magic. Uh, by the way, I don't know if you guys noticed, but the ministry, but the the Ministry of Magic, quote unquote, in, in America was called Makuza, the Magical Congress of America, and now it is just called the American Ministry of Magic. I, I, call I wonder bullshit. if they were just doing that to simplify it because they called it everywhere just like the Paris country's <laughs> Ministry of Magic. Yeah, the, the French Ministry Lazy of Magic. Stuff. Yeah. I call bullshit. So we see. So then we get to. So then. You know this this guy who's actually in the first one, which is actually uh, I I I was watching the first one earlier and I saw him. I was like, oh, that guy. Yeah, he um, doesn't he, say a bloody word. He breaks. Yes, he does. Uh, he's he gives uh, he gives Tina a talking to, and she's the in the one permanent. No, no, I'm, no. I'm talking about the guy the who one. breaks out. The I'm, guy who breaks out Grindelwald. I'm talking in this one. Yeah, I'm talking. He's about, in the first film, and he's Tina's boss in the first. Yeah, film. Yeah, but Brandon, mm-hmm. I'm talking about how he barely says a word in the second movie. He doesn't say it. Oh, I don't care. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I he doesn't. Who, yeah, I don't I, remember. So him. he, so he walks in. So he, so they're moving. He has the forked tongue. Yeah. How how the hell? Yeah. Did he why get that? though? I don't. I'm, oh, I know, but I don't remember him from the first movie. Oh, yeah. So he, so he comes in, uh, and they're moving, and they're moving Grindelwald, and they. Michael Myers. <laughs> and they and so they move so they move Grindelwald with the Thestrals and then what actually happens is a really a really exciting breakout sequence for yeah. Grindelwald. Okay. I thought that scene was really cool. Yeah, yeah but here's my the thing. Frog thing. What frog thing? The, the oh, so apparently it's called the Chupacabra. That's the Chupacabra. Yeah, there's a pop figure of that creature called the Chupacabra. But, but he just threw it. Like, what was the point? What is? What was it? What, why? So here's the so here's the thing about the beast that I really don't like about this film. They come up with really ham-fisted ways to include the beast in everybody's lives now. Yeah. And it doesn't make sense because we've never seen them just as. But so the chupacabra was in the cell with him. Yes, it was like his guard or something like that. But then he throws him out of 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 the thing. He kills he, him. Yeah, because he's like because he's like his pet, and he's like, oh, so needy. Toss. Is it just because Grindelwald's a jerk? I think, I think they're yes, just trying to show that Grindelwald's a jerk. Oh, I didn't get that was not conveyed. I thought okay. Yeah, no, he's just a jerk. Well, so what, okay. what happens is a fairly fairly exciting chase sequence, um, where one of the more confusing things happens. I think. Uh, one of many, mind you, where Sparks, you mistook this man for the Minister of Magic. Uh, no, I was asking. No, I was asking if uh, the lady was the same lady. Oh, it from, is. That's what I was asking. Okay, you. It, it is the same. Is the president of? The, oh yeah, that's what I was. President asking. of Magic in the United States of America. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, she, so the old man. So there's an old man there who's leading the who's who's leading the the transfer, and. His wand is destroyed. Yes. And then he is tossed out of the carriage. Yes. With a wand. And it and it looks like Grindelwald like gave him the wand. He did. And then he falls down and then just kind of like what looks like a smile in the water as Grindelwald like escapes. And then nothing comes of that because we see this man once more and only once more. And it's when he's in the it was when he's talking to Newt three months later. Mm. Why does it? Oh, okay. I feel like I've kind of forgotten a lot of this movie already, and Same I literally here. just saw it. Yeah. Um, okay, so I, actually, I got something. Yeah. Um, oh crap! What was I gonna say? You got it. I called that that wasn't Grindelwald. The second they are trans, the second the pres, the Madam President, and what's his and the old guy opened up. I'm thinking, uh, they did the switcheroo. Yeah, I'm thinking that's not him. Well, that's his move. He was calling Farrell. 
in the last movie. No, but, movie. but then they, he was polyjuiced. They, he was polyjuiced for the other guy and um, all that stuff. Because like, oh, he ripped out his tongue. I was like, there's no way in hell you can rip out his tongue. Like, there's some trickery to be had. I mean, yes, that that chase scene was really cool. But here's the thing that really bothered me: I could barely see shit. It is really. Dark. I saw. I but I thought it was fairly clear. It was. It was pretty cool. But I mean, no, was, clear, not cool. I thought it was oh. fairly clear. I, I like. I saw everything pretty clearly. Still, you can see clearly now the rain is gone. It was till. It was a lot of black on black. Was it, it was. I mean, the the lightning sequence. The one part I really liked of Grindelwald's like mercilessness was him just like shooting down light, literally like something lightning to yeah. kill the broomstick. Guys. Actually, can I can I bounce off of that real quick? This isn't like a criticism of the film. I just think it's kind of weird uh, or funny. And it's a nitpick. Um, they they say spells that we know, like Espeliarmus, Accio, uh, Stupefy. But they won't say no. But they won't say things like lightning and sky yeah. or stir tea or things like that. Like it's just funny to me Maybe that because those don't have cool names, like you just said them. <laughs> but I think they shouldn't say any of them. They're only doing it for, for fan service. Yeah. Sure. Um, it's not look it doesn't impact the because like yeah they don't say Avada Kedavra but when you see a green flash you know it's killing you know it's killing someone by the way that kid that was brutal oh yeah there's multiple child deaths in this movie I was going to think we were that kid was going to die he put a full on killing younglings I thought that was I thought that was kind of lame I I, killing a kid yeah only because I was like you're just doing this to show that he'll go the measures that we didn't see Voldemort do in a film yeah but you know what we saw Voldemort do a hell of a lot more than we saw Grindelwald do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so well, he had a lot more movies. Right, so I feel like we're mostly going to be negative. So let's can we try to talk about some positives? Before? I love Jude Law. He's in the movie for five minutes. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bummed out. I wanted more Jude Law. He's in it for more than five minutes. He's not in he it. As, it. He's not in it. No, as much he's as not I thought, in it as much as I. As he's I about thought, in it as much as I thought. He I thought would. he would have been a more major character. I th- the only amount that I expected him more is I expected him to be in the finale more. Yeah. Outside of that, he was in it about as much. They as literally he shackle him away from the plot. He's literally just like he's, hanging out at Hogwarts almost the whole time. Yeah. He did a great job capturing the mannerisms and tone of both um, Richard Harris and Michael Gambon yeah. and I, adapting it as a I, known Dumbledore. I liked that. We saw Hogwarts again, and we got to see. Um, Newt and Lita Lestrange as Hogwarts students. Those two young actors, like that's a really good casting. Yeah, like especially Ooh. the young Newt. I thought the young. I Newt hated looked, that. No, I'm not saying I liked. I'm saying no, they, no. They I, I like don't. It. I don't like those. I don't like those young actors. I thought that young Newt looked exactly like young Eddie like Redmayne. Newt. Yeah, but, but he doesn't. I mean, he I, had the I, same I, weird mannerisms. I don't want to say that Eddie Redmayne does a good job as Newt, but he certainly does a hell of a lot better job than that kid. Okay, well, we're being positive first, so positives first. I I have things to say about Eddie Redmayne, but positives first. And also, we saw a young McGonagall. That was a nice little. Uh, nobody, I nobody, know. nobody, no, 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 no. Don't even that's open negative, that can, my man. Don't open that can of worms. See, that's right. that's just like, oh, I recognize that member berries. That's oh, all that is, baby. Okay. No, it's, it, it's what I, so it's what I said. It, it is. Hi, member. It is. It is one of those things <laughs> where you know when they said when Iron Fist was. Was was tracking poorly. They're like, we made this for the fans. You made this for the fans, but you didn't make them for the fans. You made them to trick the fans. See, here's the thing. I made Man of Steel for the real fans of Superman. Because I screw you. One of the things Snyder. that, and it's crazy because it's J.K. Rowling. It's the person who created this universe, but like she doesn't respect her own fans yeah. because she she disregards things she wrote. Yeah. Like like McGonagall, like I'm, I'm just being negative. I don't even care anymore. McGonagall, like, was she's not even <laughs> born yet. She's not even born yet. <laughs> McGonagall when was McGonagall according, born? According to Pottermore, according to written words by J.K. Rowling, the lady who created her, 
McGonagall was born in 1935. Oh, this is bullshit. Yeah. This movie takes place in 1927. Do you think? Do you think this is me just joking, bullshitting? Do you think when they used a time turner in Harry Potter, it created a separate universe where things ended, shifted differently? I'm just making this up. I hate Um, it. No, it can't. (laughs) I'll kill you. I was just about to say it could be McGonagall's aunt. I don't know. It. It would Dumbledore's there. Come on, bro. It would have to be. It would have to be her mother. Yeah. They did it to say it's Minerva. Come on. And and, oh. and here's the thing. Who are you here's kidding? the thing. It's it would have to be her mother, but here's the thing. In the script, because they released the script for this movie as a as a book, like they did the first one. Uh-huh. In the script, it is young Minerva. Oh yeah. shit. So <laughs> screw you. Yeah. Like, don't <laughs> yeah, don't make this universe and call me stupid no, for liking it. No, I know. Um so like they made <sighs> This is gonna get real nerdy, by the way. I no, got research. No, yeah, I know you no, do. See, that's it, for, with a franchise like this where we, we know the entire history like it's fine and I okay, love so, this franchise so so positives um, I think visually there's some real cool I think the final I think, the final dragon fight is pretty cool looking. I think a lot of magic and a lot of stuff with the beast is some of the best visual stuff and, and very imaginative that tiger that cat seen, was real that cute that we've ever seen David Yates do dragon cat yeah and unfortunately it's few and far between and peppered into a film that I like cats dull. so seeing those spooky giant eye cats those that were guarding the ministry is pretty Ooh, cool those were cool the spirit animals yeah and then they turn into regular the familiars cats. sorry the familiars. Yeah. and they turn into cute little kitties yep. yeah I, one of the things that we you know, talked about in the first one was that the, the, the Grindelwald stuff feels very disconnected from the beast stuff because the movie is clearly trying to be about the beast and new, new, new tracking the beast and things like that Whereas this film, it felt reversed. Like the film clearly wants to be about Grindelwald, and they're trying it to make to be it about Credence. They want to make it uh, about Credence and Grindelwald, and the beast. No, it wants to be about Lita. The beast, like, hold. <laughs> you the, see my point? Yes. <laughs> the beast, like, w- the beast, stopped the plot dead to do to the, turn into Fantastic to Beasts. To, to do to do Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. And the thing is, the thing is, both of those plot lines. Don't mix. You can't come up with a good enough reason why Newt is even there. It also wants to be about Queenie. No, it doesn't. It clearly doesn't because she's not in the movie long enough to actually do anything. Um, The thing, the the the, you can't justify the films now. Two movies in, you still can't justify Newt and Grindelwald stories coming together. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't line up. It the film, the two plot lines of the film make the film not work. There is something at the heart of this movie that isn't working, and it's just this two plot lines stitched together. So, question? No, it's more than that. Question. The heart of the problem, I think, anyway. So this movie's called The Crimes of Grindelwald. Crimes being plural. Yeah, he killed a kid. Is he, he, broke out a, of a, he broke out of... Well, I mean, actually, he had his lady kill a kid. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's Charles Manson. Though. So, yeah, yeah he, he didn't kill the original owners of the house. All he did was just break out of prison. So what that's were a of his but crimes? you got to remember, dude, there's like 20 years of previous history I know, that we, don't, I know, that but we haven't seen. This, that's going to be explored in the other This film is called The Crimes of Grindelwald. No, I, I expected to see Grindelwald do more shit, and I didn't see... Oh, he may have like he cast a ring of blue fire before he summoned the blue eyes white dragon. He dragons. straight up murdered like thirty people, right? Did there. you? Did you really? Did you really expect Grindelwald to do more in this movie? Going I don't into freaking know. No, I'm asking you. Did you really? I don't know. With what him being knowing like, that knowing that this was two out of five. Oh, fark! That's right. Oh, fark! I like that. See, that's the thing new. is though, like, I I would think with a movie called the, the the crimes of this character's name, that character's name would do more. Yeah. <laughs> can I? Can I, Man, I just how long do you think Newt can find the right beast for the right job? I don't know, but that, J.K. keeps writing it this way. All everyone. Yeah, <laughs> like, you, you know, but I I guess I learned from the first movie because it was called Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, and they didn't go looking for Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, and like I don't have <laughs> a big of a problem like with the beast stuff as you do, Brandon, because like, but I agree. I only have a problem that it doesn't feel like it fits in the movie they tried to make. Yeah, they they don't like, agree every time. Mm-hmm. Yes. I agree sometimes. Yeah. 
Um, I but thought, I, but the, I also was. I the thought the the the, the seahorse, the the water horse with like like whatever the hell the that kelpie. thing was, the kelpie. That's what's called. I thought the thing would look real cool. So the seahorse. I was uh, again watching. I watched the first one very recently when I like the idea. So I I think his case. Watching that watching that first one again, I thought the stuff in this case was really rad. Yeah, it's really like awe inspiring. It's really cool. Going into his basement, I felt we were going to get better. Mm-hmm. I thought it was worse. Um, I thought seeing all that fine, stuff was re- was a lot worse than seeing uh, it, like I liked his I liked his assistant. Huh? Where did Bunty come from? Where did she she's go? Just there yeah. for a moment and I gone. thought she was. I thought that was just nice and cute. It's like I mean, ahead. it was yeah. nice, but yeah. I thought but she's clearly like again. into him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Take but, your shirt off. But then, <laughs> yeah. but then, literally, I was like, "Oh, did he hire a ha- have someone to help him handle all these beasts now that Kowalski's in New York?" Or yeah. hey, and she's like, she's literally in the film for five so minutes. Think about okay. five minutes okay. or yeah. less, and right. then she's it, we never see her again. Yeah. I forget. She's okay, so let's in the movie. let's let's tackle some through lines. First off, uh, Eddie Redmayne, I don't feel like is playing the same Newt Scamander as the first film. He's definitely not. It's way stiffer. Yeah. And it feels like they're really hard driving the autism spectrum thing this time around. Yeah, he, especially with his younger self. Yeah, yeah. So I the, I the whole the whole thing like I'm like this is not as charismatic as the first film at no, all. No, and it drags. He's so it he's does. what I, what I've come to call he's millennial bait. He's like Matt Smith, you know, as as the doctor. Like you're just kind of get this somewhat pretty this pretty guy that girls are gonna go crazy over and then you just kind of build a f- build something off of he that. He was very Matt Smithy in the first film too. Yeah. And I enjoyed it because it was energetic. Yeah. He lost that. He simmered down, yeah. Uh, this was dull. Yeah. From him. Did anyone else think that him and his brother were actually going to fight instead? Hey, did you really know that his older you were brother say is... a different F word? <laughs> no, you... no, fight. No, it's like... done with <laughs> well, Did you know that his older brother in this, Theseus, is uh-huh. eight years younger than the actor? Than That's Redmayne? hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> eight. Funny. Years. Wow. Gosh. Oh, he looks good. Eddie Redmayne looks good for. Because I remember the trailer that um you saw Theseus point his wand at Scamander and Scamander like it looks like Scamander was one who like Blasim said. Yeah. Oh, that feels awesome. I was thinking more of like a sibling rivalry conflict and maybe Theseus going to the dark side. Not the both of them. Um, I, I don't know. It just I didn't. I never expected something like that. I no. I like what I kind of knew that was gonna happen when he goes and says they're watching you. I was like, oh, so we're not gonna get that what the trailer thought. Yeah, I was gonna get. But we All also right. shouldn't have to because the film also wants to be about their sibling rival- rivalry but doesn't spend enough time on it to do anything with it. Yeah. I don't know if it's actually trying to be about that. It's just it's trying like, to be a lot of things. It's just flirting that the idea is there. Okay, so Newt uh, has this thing with Dumbledore and that's that's not an old student. Thing. No, no, old no. Student. But like, you know, Dumbledore's like, hey, go do this thing and he's like, no, I don't want to. Um, Newt and Tina Ugh, it's nothing. There's nothing. What? This is that one scene. That one was scene cute. was good. The oh, the salamander. The one, one? where he's trying to yes. tell, yeah. trying not to tell her that her eyes yeah. look like. This could sound really, really superficial. But was Tina prettier in the last one? Everybody uh, was prettier in the last one. He put them in such a dreary, grayscaled yeah. light. This whole movie, everybody looked ugly. So like, yeah. and the cost. I don't. Like and the unhappy. Costume. Everybody looked unhappy. I don't like the costume design in this one. Yeah. Um, I like that scene with salamander stuff, but yeah, like. Yeah. I found the dialogue before that, like when when he's trying to explain to her that like I'm not engaged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That took way too long. It was yes. so stupid. Like, no, no, no. Yes. The, the whole has added drama for no reason to say, "Hey, I'm not getting married." No, the, the whole oh. the whole idea of them like, having not been in contact and and him being like, "Well, I really want to be with her," and it's like the moment he has a hint of where she is, he's like, "Well, I'll go there." And it's like, dude, you were just saying how you're not going to go there to deal with this more important thing, but like, you'll go there and talk to Tina, but then you don't actually have a conversation with her for like 
half the film. And then yeah. when you do, it's <clears throat> one of the most cringiest scenes in the whole movie. It's like, just say you're not engaged, and it takes them twenty. It, it takes them way too long to say it. It, it. The reason why it does is because there's no, there's no reason why it should take him that long. So it feels like it drags. There's no, there's nothing that's stopping them. There's nothing that. There's no plot that's that's derailing the conversation in a hilarious manner, like a old eighty sitcom. Um, <clears throat> it's just, it's just kind of, it's just kind of, he doesn't, ha- he just doesn't do it. He, there's, they have conflict when there just should be none. Right. Like, and this is, I'm going to make a comparison <clears throat> to BVS where Batman and Superman are fighting, but if they just had a single conversation, they wouldn't be fighting at all. Yeah. It's just like, just talk to each other. I know Newt, that's kind of hard for you, but like, it's, it's just like say, had, oh, it, say, hey, I'm not getting engaged. Sorry about the confusion. It, it's, it's like we had to go through the whole first movie of them bonding all over again. It, it was all lost. Yeah. 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 Totally. Um, yeah. I want to talk about Queenie and Jacob. That's yes. my favorite part of the first movie. I want to talk and about them next. I don't like what they did in this movie. I don't them. like that right off the bat. Queenie's just enchanting him. Yeah, that's bullshit. That was weird like, and wow, messed way up. to like Queenie ruin is, this fast. I hated Queenie in this movie. She's so bad. I freaking despised the fact that she decided to jump to the dark side of the wizarding world. Because she wants and, to get married. Yeah. I mean, which by the way, uh, I'm going to say dark side of the wizarding world. problem? Like I said, listen, like you don't have to get married to show someone's love, but like I get like it's a form of like it's important to some people. And also back in the twenties it was a she, thing. No, so she, what what so I actually I think I had a so I had a problem with this the first time <clears> I saw it, but then I remember with the first movie. It is actually illegal yeah, to like marry Jedi. a muggle yeah. uh, a nomad in, in America. Uh you don't have to get married. Whereas so I because I was so confused, I was like, wait, why can't they get married? It, 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 because uh, even the Ministry of Magic, the British one, because now that's a distinction I have to make. Yes, the British one says uh, uh, pure bloods, which means that there aren't pure bloods, which means that they are okay with it. So I was like, well, why can't you do that? But then I remember, is like, oh, in America, they're idiots apparently. Yeah. So like, okay, I'll give that one a pass. But I think it's 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 stupidly contrived reason to not let them get married. Okay, so again, Queenie knows who Grindelwald is. Yes. Everyone knows who Grindelwald is. Uh-huh. She's there when he murders like th- like all these horrors, all these people, and she's still like, well, I really want to marry my honey, so I guess I'll join the darkest person in the planet. That just doesn't... Who's literally saying, I want to enslave? Yeah. Like, Wait, this is not that same character the, from the first movie. What are the what are the other words? Nomagique is the, Fran- I, I, is the French one. Yeah, I like that. Nomage no as America. Uh, they said no something cast. like cast. Can't no spell. Can't, can't spell. spell. That's can't cool. spell is somewhere yeah. in a muggle we know. Which just sounds like you don't. You're illiterate. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> I mean, um, the only part of that of that scene I actually liked when he was saying, "I don't hate them. I just want to stop them from." I doing thought it this. was a, uh, a decent speech. Like the like the when a we saw the, the scenes from World War Two, because Kowalski, it was um, put in that he was a soldier and a veteran of World War One, and yeah. he's like, "No, not another war." I like that scene. No, I, I like, like that. that scene I well. like that idea. It's yeah. really good. I, there, there was cool stuff there. What I don't was want, that bong he had? I don't want to talk about that yet. Oh, yeah, that, that helps bong? him see the future. But it's yeah, he's taking bong rips out of someone's skull. <laughs> I thought that was pretty metal. That was metal. So, as hell. so, so Queenie's whole arc related it's to Jacob terrible. is just. D- terrible writing. So awful. There's awful writing. So, just and it's just interspersed so weirdly. And then Jacob's whole thing afterwards is just and and like you you Jacob's just have Queenie disappear movie. and then not be able to find each other for just bullshit. The joy, just of, bullshit. The joy of Jacob's character is stripped away from him in yeah. this film, and yeah. Queenie is just turned insane. Like the second we first saw him, I'm thinking something's up with you, dude. Because I was wondering how yeah, he's, he's in this magic movie. drugged, and then it's like magic oh, roofied. He's enchanted. Queenie's gonna marry a Malfoy. Shit! Did you catch the little Malfoy reference in the when no. we get to Hogwarts? No, there's a blonde-haired kid with a green gown. Oh, I saw. I didn't. Okay, yeah, that was the old Queenie's gonna marry obviously a Malfoy. a Malfoy. Blink and you miss it. Um, 
yeah so like again like that first movie is like fine but like i really enjoyed the chemistry between those two and they were really quirky I did too it was one of the best parts and of that then film. like all of that is gone and they immediately are like broken up in this movie and i'm just like this is the you guys are ruining like the and best it part it doesn't even make sense this movie's this movie has a lot of um picking everyone has to pick a this side movie has a lot of bad plot coincidence and setup Protect that couldn't secrets. have possibly been known Protect this is like a bad version really bad version of the bad civil fanfic war, written of by the, the author of the marvel civil war plan yeah where like when you really think about it, the villain's plan is terrible and oh, makes yeah. no damn sense oh, and yeah, yeah. shouldn't have worked yeah uh grindelwald's whole bait setup for all of them bad plan and shouldn't have worked but yeah. everybody was too stupid about it and um, even and even newt's like oh yeah queenie was part of the bait and you're like you haven't seen her the whole movie. How right. do you know this? Yeah, because uh, J.K. told him. Uh, so all that just put together just doesn't work. So like um, Credence, yeah, is like the through line of this entire movie. Why is he the most important character in this franchise? He, we I only see him despise go, that character. I, we only see him go um, uh, wizard Super Saiyan once. <laughs> it's pretty good. And, uh, abs- abs- Obscure, obscure, obscure yeah. level. Super we Saint only let yeah. his obscure just like let loose once and never again. And one thing I kind of did like, I did like the relationship between him and Nagini. Oh, nobody. Uh, why? I, no, no. I want. I really want to know why because Nagini is completely pointless in this movie. Yeah, she is. But at the same time, it's like because the way I see it is like in the first movie, Creams was just beaten and bruised, and he had no one to confide in. Nagini okay. is the person he can confide in. Okay, it, that's what I took away from. It. Ben, I could be completely you know, wrong. Ben, that's nice, but neither of them had a personality. No, they no, didn't. But, no, but here's but here's the, here's the thing. Why here's here's why I mean the what I was about to say was going to sound wrong, but it was going to sound really bad. But here, here's why I disagree with you on this okay. one. Um, because she doesn't need to exist in the story, she serves no purpose. She just kind of stands there for for it all. She's only there for fan service for you to be like, kind of just oh, like Nagini. She's just like a girlfriend character. Do you know what yeah, she? Do you know what she? You know what? Uh, what the exact same role would be for Credence? Nothing. She doesn't give Credence anything. Not at all. except somebody to talk to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except, but. Like for if, if something for exposition yeah. for the screenwriter to have someone to talk to, yeah. but for like the character, she serves no purpose. And now, now here's my point as to why I don't think Nagini should have been in this movie at all, because at the very end, just of the one. Mo- <laughs> this is the biggest one. Shut okay. up. Okay. At the very end of the movie, it is obvious that that when Creedence is going to Grindelwald, Nagini is like, no, 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 don't. That's a bad idea. But he goes and and he gets um spirited away. How apparated? You know this shit. Yeah, apparated. But here's my thing: How in the hell does a woman who eventually will become a snake and who doesn't like dark wizards become the literal pet of one of the most wicked <sighs> See, wizards the in thing, all ben, of effing history? Here's the thing, Ben. It's called setting up the sequels. So she's a good guy now, but something's going to happen to well, the bad guy in the books. In, in the books, Nagin was just a snake. No, but she it's milked. But in the books, do you know how Voldemort was found? Well, how Voldemort found Nagini? How? I, they, I, it's they been could, a long time. They literally the bonded because because uh, this is in the original book and uh, in the original Harry Potter books. Uh, briefly, they talk about how Voldemort met Nagini. And uh, what book? I think it might be six because they're talking about the Horcrux. Yeah, it's okay, okay. Half Blood Prince because they're going through Voldemort. Excuse me, Voldemort's life. Yeah. Oh, okay. So so Nagini. Was was like gravitated towards Voldemort because Voldemort was the only person who could talk to Nagini oh, when she turned into a snake. I forgot about that. So yeah, like, parts of tongue shit. I can kind of, I can kind of get that, but the fact that she's a maledictus was just pulled out of J.K.'s ass. Yeah, 
And it doesn't and it's fit. Clear no, she like, was planning it for 20 years, man. Bullshit. No, no, we all know that. Um, yeah, and like mm. she's a good guy at the end of this one, but clearly we know where she ends up. So like, yeah. oh, it does, surprise. It makes, it makes no goddamn sense. Don't have her in yeah. the movie. And again, like we talked about, like I feel bad for that actress because like this is like a big thing for her. And like, She was so excited. Yeah, and like a lot of people were excited for her to be in this movie. And like I have no... If there was a if she was good in the movie and there was stuff for her to do, but the character does nothing in the movie. I wanna, hey, where did that one ministry guy go to go to kill what it looked like to be to kill Creedence, but he really killed the maid inst- or the yes. the caretaker instead? The half elf little. Oh yeah. Oh. Where does he go after he meets Grindelwald? Nowhere. I don't know. Yeah, he disappears. <clears throat> he disappears. Um, one of the things that I I, I did want to touch on now that we're on Nagini uh, is the fan service. Yes, I don't think it. I think because of the amount of it, it stopped working. Yeah. Uh, but I think, but I agree with you, Sparks. Yeah. That if it was just Flamel. Yeah. If McGonagall and Nagini were not in this, and the only like there was Dumbledore yeah. and there was Hogwarts, and that was it, and then you also had Flamel, that would be plenty. Like I think that's fine. Flamel is the one that feels the most organic. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. think it's disruptive. I don't think it's out of place. Yeah. I think it's fine. He doesn't do anything that feels wrong. He's rather entertaining in his own way for the moment that he's there. <laughs> Every time he shakes someone's hand, like his yeah, bones yeah. break. The, the way he walks himself, like I, I'm fine with yeah. it. He, you know, it's nice. We always knew he was there at this point. Yeah. It doesn't break continuity of anything Philosopher's it stone. makes a lot of sense we, we do see the we stone, did yeah. know he was in paris at the time yeah that's not weird i'm okay with that um also Nicholas Flamel is a real person but i don't the, mind him it's because there's so much else that it feels like it's too much by yes. the time we get to him we've already met mcgonagall twice and, and one of them turned mcgonagall into a joke which yeah. screw you yeah, yeah. and then the and then, the, and then Nagini and then we and then we get Flamel and you're like oh really again yeah but if it was just Flamel I'd be totally on board yeah. question who was Flamel talking to in the book uh, I I believe that was when the minister was hinting to Dumbledore that he had all these international contacts that uh, that was like Flamel in on Dumbledore's the order of the around Phoenix, the world Dumbledore's contacts. army yeah his Dumbledore's army mm. yeah yeah thing his or his order of the Phoenix yeah. <sighs> Did we talk about McGonagall? Did we bitch about that already? We did. She's I mean, kind of. Yeah. We kind of did. It's it's wrong. Hashtag protect the secrets. Like Stop saying that. We're not protecting anything on the show. I I can't help it. Um so yeah, like I don't I just don't like what this movie's about. Like, who is Credence's real parents? What is his what is his heritage? The whole mystery. Going back to Credence, thank you. Going back to Credence, like we're we're led to He's a nothing character. They think that she that he is the last Lestrange. Yes. Uh, if you guys remember Bellatrix Lestrange, hey, remember names? Where the fuck does she? Sorry, where does she come from? Bellatrix. Yeah, she was. She married in. Oh, he. She knows she did. She was in love with Voldemort the whole time. No, she married into before Voldemort. She before she became a Death Eater, she married into the Lestrange family. Bellatrix. Credence wasn't even hiding well. No, he wasn't. Like, like they're like. He always has like an evil uh, pensive face. He on. died. Oh no, no, he didn't. He's he's actually in Paris now. We, how we do you been, just know that? We've been tracking him, and it's like, why didn't you just pick him up? How? Yeah. Why don't yeah. you just go get him? Yeah. You're so threatened by him. You want? Yeah. This is so, that was so weird. Um. So, so we talk about the reveal of who Credence actually is. Bullshit. No, no, I don't want to do that yet. Let's talk okay, about cool. everything Let's else because I feel like that's gonna be the that is the literally the last thing in the end. movie. Let's All right, do cool. that at the end. Fair All enough. Um. I thought the um. The escape. We talked about like like the cats. The escape yep. from the 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 
vault or whatever when all the things oh, the bo- books were rotating. The that was, was kind of cool. fun. That Keep, was cool. Keeping on threads though, yeah. what do we think about Johnny Depp? We uh, we haven't talked oh, about yeah, his yeah. performance uh, as Grindelwald. I think I'm the only one who's like, I thought he was fine. Like I actually, I thought he was fine. Yeah, I mean, I, he's he got, not. He's still not who I'd like to have playing the role. Yeah, but he was fine. There I were there were small uh, like moments where I'm like, yeah, all right, I dig this. There were small moments where I was like, what'd you say? Yeah, d- yes. <laughs> to be fair, I did that with almost every single person in this movie. There's a lot, of that. There's yeah. a lot of that. Much um, more of that. One, so one. One, of the, one of the things that I don't like about it, and uh, admittedly we don't see them on screen, but I cannot see a relationship between Jude Law and Johnny Depp. Uh, I just can't imagine I, I that. Under, I understand, but like, let's save that till a movie where it happens. Yeah. Sure. Because we haven't seen it. Um, l- so Jared Harris should have played Grindelwald. I want to talk about the guy who was trying to kill Corvus. What he thought Who? was Corvus. Who's Corvus? Well, he thought oh, Credence, Credence was Corvus. <coughs> the guy who can't remember the name. Yes, the the black wizard. Uh, Ma- the African-French like, wizard. Mala, <laughs> it's, he, he says like his family's name is Mala Khan or something like that. Uh. Anyway, what was up with the... He puts the eye drop in. He has a parasite. What's with the parasite? None of that's ever explained. Yeah, and it, it kind of like the second time I watched it, it like felt like the parasite was... In not the like because he's got a he's got an unbreakable vow which we've saw which we saw in uh, six we saw in Harry Potter six uh-huh. um it was like Snape and uh, Snape. Uh, um 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 shit it was Malfoy's Malfoy's mom, mom yeah uh, did an unbreakable oh, yeah, protect, vow yeah yeah, yeah. um mm-hmm. so we see that come up and and he has a parasite but the parasite because Newt says I guess there are water dragons in the sewers which almost makes it sound like the parasite was incidental I think it was just uh, yeah like a beast. He, that they found. And he'd somehow got it in his... I don't... What? Yeah. So that was no, bullshit. Yeah, he's and making eye drops to suppress it. That, that whole thing was just... Not only that, the editing of that scene is like where you hear the uh, that dragon kitty or the, the, the big tiger kitty thing. Yeah, yeah. Dragon kitty. Yeah, yeah dragon kitty. And then all of a sudden... The Chinese just cuts dragon them, kitty. It just cuts them up on the street. How? Where There's a ton a lo- of muggles see it. There's a lot of oh that. God, There's that. a lot of just... We just cut to the next thread. Yes. And it feels very disjointed from what just happened. It's I don't so think, bad. I don't think I, I ever thought of the of the term whiplash in a film before, but, but I, I felt it in this one. But I want to finish talking about the Malakon guy. So he, he decides to kidnap Tina and yeah. abduct her. Yeah, in, in that dungeon. Uh, so that he can go and kill Credence, who he thinks is Corvus. And I'm like, why didn't you just use her until you found him and then deal with it then? Like, I don't understand what the what the advantage was here. Because It's needed- totally dumb because it doesn't even matter. They break out immediately. Yeah. They just needed a scene. Immediately? What was uh, the whole point of, Gol- of Goldie? What's the whole point of Queenie going to the Paris Ministry of Magic? Because and she, just she like, was, and and then they just say, "Oh yeah, we don't have any records of a teen, of a of a." Te- I think she, I think she was going to go see something about like a marriage. No, she's saying no, she like was, why Tina wasn't even on the records. Oh, what was the point of that? Because, Tina, because that goes nowhere. Because Tina means was not nothing. supposed to be there. Is she supposed to be incognito? Is she like undercover? Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. It's but like, they never say that. It's like she's undercover from orders from the American one, but then she's gonna coordinate with the French guys later. Oh I don't God, know. None of this movie makes sense. No, it doesn't. Um, and you know what's, what What would make a lot of this make sense? Sprinkle in a line of dialogue there. Sprinkle in a line of dialogue there. Yeah. Would really go a long way. They they did that all over the place. It's just none of it made any sense. I don't know. The dialogue uh, in this movie was just not following. Good. Oh, actually, uh, while we're on the Paris Ministry, I just have a quick, I just have a quick uh, thing I want to touch on. One of the, one of the things I have uh, lamented before in the David Yates films is that they all look the same. Uh, the design sensibility looks 
clean, chromatic. I don't really give a shit. Uh, and it all just kind of looks bored or boring. Um, while the design, while the structural design looks different of the Paris Ministry of Magic, the American Ministry of Magic, and the, and the British Ministry of Magic, they all look the same. So whenever they're like, we're going to a different wizarding world, I'm like, and I'm like, oh, a new one. It just looks like the same as I said. Listen before. for the accents. It's just like it just looks like a different floor. Yeah, yeah. I've seen this before. Yeah. What do you? This is the same thing. Yeah. I just wanted to lament that. I I wish that we get a, a someone new, new director. Just put it out there. Yeah. New screenwriter. We've been sorry, wanting, JK. We've been wanting a new director ever since we heard that David X is going to film all mm. five of these damn things. All five. My God. Yeah. Um. So Lita Lestrange. Yes. Zoe Kravitz. What a ridiculous amount of focus on her. Why? With with like the setup from the first film, I expected more mm-hmm. and remember, better. Remember the weird shaky cam? She, in the is fl- Lita in the first movie? The- there's, a, there's a picture. Yeah, there's a mention of her in there's the first movie. There's a mention and there's a picture because like so Lita's history in, So she her. was introduced in this movie like as a character. As a full character, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and they the, kill her off. And in the beginning when we see, when we see Theseus and, and Lita... Really, really like obnoxious close-ups on their faces. Oh, I, okay, I, I was like, they did that with a lot of characters, just like really close-up shots of their faces, and I'm like, is this trying to be like artsy? Because it's not working. This is this is why I said like this was the worst of David Yates because it was just it, random Dutch angles. He like, just what, suddenly Thor? was doing really dumb stuff, yeah. bad shaky cam in some there's, like this shots. Before we get to the flashback, suddenly not smooth. We're and just, just like all of a sudden shaking a bit. There's yeah. one scene when she when she's in Hogwarts and she's entering like the classroom where she looks at that's a desk, the one, and it's just like it's like that's a, the one he's talking about. It's kind of shaky. What the heck? Where'd your Steadicam go? Right. You're we're, a $200 million no, dollar it's, movie. It's super bad. Um, we're all of a sudden in an indie film. It's, so it's weird. It's super bad. Uh, so Lita's whole thing, I just, I'm never with anybody long enough to, to give a there's shit. There's so many things happening. I'm just never with anybody. Like, there's no main character. There isn't. Yeah. Nobody's a main character okay, so, because we're never with anybody long enough. But what I will say is the only thing I liked about that flashback stuff with Lita and, and uh, Newt. Newt was... Lita's Bogart is the freakiest Bogart I've ever seen. It's because yeah. it's her, it's her the drowning brother. No, I know, but like the whole way that it shifted and, and came down, I was like, all right. Yeah. yeah I was, I, like if I was, if I was a student going after too. her, yeah. my fear would be Lita's fear. And I was afraid is. of different things and I'm afraid of that um, now. There's a, someone pointed online, like there's like a through, through line of like, of that image throughout this whole movie. Yeah. And that's, it, it's, it's, that's tragic. That is like, I think that's pretty cool, but like, I don't I, care I, But enough. then the story behind it yeah. is stupid. I swapped babies because he wouldn't stop crying. And then I just wanted the time, socio, I just wanted time socio, away from a moment, and I didn't think about switching it before we got on the boats. Of all the sociopathic shits I've ever seen. She's a little strange. <laughs> She's got to be crazy. You never met a monster you couldn't love. I think that's an okay one. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if in a better Following scenario. Following that story, yeah. it was bad. Oh, yeah. There were see there there are like very small kernels of like really great lines, but like everything surrounded. I'm like, oh, well, I don't care if if like uh, there's some good dialogue, but it's surrounded by so much shit. It's just lost on me. I can't even think of the things I liked anymore. I don't even. I mean the the did I like anything in this movie? <laughs> no, there's the stuff. reason why the Lita's Bargart was really cool because I saw it was like that's ominous looking. I wanted explained, and I got that explanation. And, and my first thought is her just hating her brother so much that she wants to be riven and then her hating herself for the rest of her life. I know I should be like, hey, that's actually kind of decent, but at the same time I'm thinking, are you effing kidding me? No, like, see, I, I don't have a problem with that. I just don't think it was executed it's well. It's the circumstances. No. The circumstances yeah. Yeah. Were, were stupid. And then all of a sudden... She's on that, the Titanic? 
Yeah, it, I thought that's what <laughs> basically. I thought, like, like, I thought she, that was, she was what, on the what Titanic. What should have happened is I need space away from him, so she won time alone. She was on the deck. The boat started going down. She ran to the lifeboat out of fear. Grabbed the wrong baby by accident. Go, or didn't think to even go back for yeah, him. Yeah, like a monster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would have been. That would have been more like. Oh. oh. Although serious question, was that the Titanic? No. No. Okay. The Titanic sank in 1912. She's not that stupid with dates. No. That wasn't a big yeah. enough ship. That yeah. There was no was iceberg. She, like, okay. And it was again, rain, this is, this is, so ships right. don't yeah. just sink. This is prequel <laughs> stuff. Where like <laughs> boats don't just sink. <laughs> they float. How did it just sink? Yeah. <laughs> Story. Yeah, it just happened. <laughs> But this whole movie was sinking. Eventually, yeah. that boat was going to go too. <laughs> so a lot of this movie, the, the boat was the lifeboat of the film. Yeah. A lot of this movie, uh, it reminds me a lot of Attack of the Clones, as like we got the first movie of a prequel and like, all right, it's all right, maybe the next one will be better, and it's not. There's a lot of character setups that don't need to be there. Yeah. All the stuff with freaking credence and what that means. God, like, like, and then and then you get to that tomb now, scene. Now I want to well, I want to talk about something. Real quick, because you've you've compared this to the to the Star Wars prequels, and you and I disagree on the Star Wars yes, prequels. Yes. Uh, however, you're wrong. Um, no, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> you're outnumbered here. I yeah, know, buddy. I, I know. I know <laughs> yeah. my audience here. Um, however, I still think that because of what came, I like politics more. <laughs> because of what of what came out of the Star Wars prequels, I, I think the Star Wars prequels ultimately are additive to the Star Wars franchise. Yeah. I think this is actively subtracting from the no, Harry yeah, Potter I'm, franchise. I don't disagree with that, I, but what I mean is, is like, hey, remember the word la- name Lestrange? Remember M- McGonagall? Remember this? this like, I'll, I'll tell you what. I agree with you that episodes one and three are additive to Star Wars. I would still say Attack of the Clones is subtracted. Attack of the Clones is, sh- is garbage. Attack of the Clones dude. gave us the Clone Wars TV series. No, the Clone Wars TV series gave us all the best stuff. Yeah. Attack of the Clones. Well, we wouldn't have had the Clone Wars TV series without Attack of the Clones. Uh... No, we still could have had that. Yeah. We could have had a better movie of Attack of the Clones. That movie itself is subtractive. Mm-hmm. Clone Wars is additive. Heck yeah, dude. I'm just saying, I think the clone. I think the prequels do more for the Star Wars franchise. No, I, I, no, 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 I know, but I'm that. saying Attack of the Clones is the subtractive element, and this movie is a subtractive no, no, element. No, I don't disagree with, with adding to the universe, but like it's the same trajectory where like I didn't like the first one all that much. And then the second one is just like garbage, and I know we have more coming. Luckily, Revenge of the Sith is, is fine, so I'm hoping the third one uh, will be good. Revenge of the Sith is great. Fine. Revenge of the Sith is fine. Brandon, except <laughs> that he said fine. Yeah, I didn't say it was bad. It's great. Thank you very much. Okay. It's good, and that's it. We, yeah. we just um, turn. We just derail this Harry Potter friend yeah. talking to the Star Wars. Next thing talk. we know is like someone get kidnapped stuck on the phone. We gotta bring him in here. I'm trying to think like. Yeah, like Grindelwald and and Jude, Jude, Jude Law and and Dumbledore. Like, I want I I hate that stupid eye. I know I don't mind it. I, I don't hate that stupid yeah. contact. Here's the thing: the eye gave Grindelwald it's a more. Of, it's poking out of his eye. It is. It was very distracting. It's poking out there. I was staring at Grindelwald's crazy eye, not like the little yeah. crazy eye, but fudge it, it was a crazy eye. Yeah, I was either. staring at his crazy eye the whole almost every time he was on screen. And why does he have it? Because he's crazy. Hey, they <laughs> don't have to explain every feature thing. No, but like. What what I what I would have in the flashbacks too. It might be a birthday. That's actually what pissed me off. So what I would have actually really enjoyed, what, what thought was really cool is that we don't see it in the flashbacks, right? And like it's just something he he gained. I'm okay with that. But it's in the flashbacks. Well, it could just be a birth effect. Yeah, because people. But have it's two not in Deathly Hallows. Oh, it's not. No. Mm. When we see that same actor playing yeah. the same character yeah. in Deathly Hallows, he doesn't have a again. It's up JK eye. just rewriting I don't know, history, and that doesn't bother me more than the McGonagall thing. Yeah. 
That really again, this me. is. I mean, it's. I again, have to have tears to my level yeah. of upset. Again, well, like, now that I know what McGonagall was supposed to be born, it pisses me. Nineteen thirty-five. So, yeah. It pisses me off so much right like, now. Again, with like Star Wars, According like to J.K. Rowling. Yeah, it's like Star Wars. Uh, uh, like George Lucas was given free reign to do what he wants, and it looks like J.K. was like, because no one's gonna tell the person who created the universe no. So, so no she can she can her. rewrite her own books. There were too many characters who were introduced here who I never even knew their names of or their personalities. Yeah. Or a lot both. of blank slates. And I'm just like, bleh. Okay. Uh, what was with the, I'm going to just drop black tarps all over the city. and that There you go. That's his call, uh, his calling. That was stupid. I, I, it looks nice, but it doesn't it doesn't make sense. It Like the like the black tornadoes yeah, why of are silk. Why so big? It looks really and, cool. And it's kind of it's kind of neat <clears throat> that the that the Nomajik can't see them. Yes, that is cool. I think that's kind of neat. But I, it's like, oh, it's so he's calling. how a whole bunch of them didn't talk about that cat lion thing. Yeah, well, they have obliviators, I'm sure. Jeez, that's all. That's like that's like the Men in Black. Something big happens. Like shit, we got to do a whole city now. Oh my yeah. god. Um, let's, let's Jesus Christ. Let's the end. The, let's let's end. The, the, do you want to go to the tomb? I mean, we didn't do a, a real full thing. So like, Lita dies. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Uh, she dies. Okay, one of the things that really that's really stupid about her death is that it's her death is the end of what of a, a what should have been a story arc because she's just like I love you. Who was I talking about? Bye bye. Uh, right. She looks to Newt and she says, "I love you." It oh, goes I didn't to even th- catch that. I thought uh, she was talking to Theseus. The- it goes no, to Theseus. So it's, it's we see we see shot of Newt, shot of Lita. Yeah. I love you. Shot of Theseus and Newt. Yep. She dies. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. I don't give a shit yeah. because you don't, I don't even spend think enough Newt ca- cares. Because then even Newt, Newt doesn't was- care. He loves Tina. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like it's like oh there was a, maybe a romance bind between him and Lita and then he was like high school oh, romance iffy about um. Thaddeus, what, what, Thaddeus? Theseus. Theseus. Yeah. Theseus the marrying her. And Greek then God. he's like all lovey-dovey for freaking Tina. The whole, and, uh, the whole newsprint, like, oh, the, no, they typoed that in the magazine. Uh, we weren't engaged. Like, that's dumb, what I'm talking about. It's, dumb, dumb reason. That's anyway, a dumb plot device. Very I, dumb. I agree with you. That was stupid. How about Kroll? Who's Kroll? Well, we did know his name. He was the guy who was like, you really think it can beat the great Dumbledore? Da, da, da? And he runs to the fire and he burns to a crisp. That guy had and a it's name? like, hey, you gotta care. Dude, because yeah, Johnny Depp said a, it like four times. What um, a wasted, like... He, but he, he won't say the name of like his he gets, uh, assistant like, lady. He's like a featured extra. Like you, He's part of the Grindelwald squad. They focus on him and he's like, oh, is he gonna be loyal to Grindelwald or not? And, and he's then, only in that one scene and then he's and then in he's the fire scene. And then at the very scene. end yeah. and gets killed. And he dies and I'm like, there, was I supposed to give a shit? I feel like yeah. there's like an hour of this movie that was cut out, but nothing could save it. Like when he, when that, when Kroll died, I'm thinking, so were you not loyal? I guess not. I what guess the? supposedly not. What? Because he said he called Dumbledore great. Okay, so so to be positive, I I generally like that entire scene where where, where Johnny Depp is talking to the audience. I, like, I, yeah. He's, yeah. he's doing a real good I Hitler, convincing glad people. That they showed that the aura who killed the follower was a setup. Yes, yeah. I like that. Yeah. But um, like, I'm glad that that was there, and I like that that's the trick, and he's being like, we're not the violent ones. Yes. I'm not out to kill humans, yeah. but we have to fight the enemy, yeah. uh-huh. Magneto. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, um, the world, again, like the World War II thing is like, that's like a cool... I want to be positive as yeah. well. I still really like the Niffler. For yeah, me, he's cute. For me, like you guys said, like, like when the Beast came in, you were really interested. For me, I couldn't give a shit about that cat. Yeah. I thought it looked cool, but that scene just doesn't do it for me. However, when the, whenever the Niffler's on screen, I'm like, yeah. that's cute. I'm kind of into this. Yeah, but how'd the Niffler survive the Blue Eyes White Dragon attack? Yeah. Well, you got hurt. 
Yeah, but how he do you serve? Oh. Look, that, look, those dragons were incinerating everything. Well, he jumped into the jewel of the blood pact, which oh. automatically transported him outside of the no. Look, the I, graveyard. I, I will give this. I will give this, this pass because that Niffler literally moved like through the tiniest of cracks to get into a bank vault. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'll believe that it could get wherever. I forgot it wants about to that. Go. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. I forgot about that too. It, yeah. Look, it, it can fit. It can literally. Yeah. I really need that blood pack jewel. Yeah, it's like so shiny. I mean, and and also in the first film, it's they're they're pickpockets. They're like yeah. really good pickpockets. I don't like that Newt didn't purposefully send him to get the blood pack jewel. He didn't know about it until he saw it. Uh huh. No, I know, but then he did see it, and the Niffler was there. But the Niffler was already happenstancely headed that way. No, yeah. he he doesn't see it until the Niffler gives it to him. No, he saw it because they showed a shot of it right here on his chest with a focus shot, and Newt's looking at it, going, "Yeah." Oh, I didn't. That was that on purpose. All. It yeah, was yeah, right yeah. there. Yeah. He saw it. You know, and I he should have sent the Niffler. Yeah, I forgot that shot. I don't remember that at all. No, I, I, you're right. Yeah, Good yeah, he registered. It, I believe you, but I don't remember. Again, it. like when I always forget that it was with the mirror of what is it called? Erised. The mirror Erised. Like I, that scene, it's only like a minute long, but I, it did just enough. Like Jude Law, just like man, I was like this dude was my everything, and now we are mortal enemies, and I can't even do anything about it. Like dude. I felt that, but then it was immediately washed away because someone else came on screen. Yeah, I like seeing, I like seeing uh, that 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 bit where 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 Newt gives him the blood pack. Yeah, and I like him like looking at it like. Okay, wait. You've got this. Yeah. Okay. He, now let me go because yeah. I'm. And it was just like can we destroy. He's like now. he's just like maybe maybe can. I can destroy it. Yeah. You will, and he's gonna go full Leroy Jenkins on Grindelwald. He wants I know to. It. He clearly like he wants to because if you know anything about the Harry Potter lore, you kind of understand. You 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 can fill in the blanks. He's still really pissed off that his sister was killed. Yeah. By Grindelwald. Yeah. On, on accident, but still, he still wants to. He that trust we'll, has been broken. We're gonna go into so much of that probably in the next three movies. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wait, wait. So, never mind. I'll talk to you about it off air. No, no, no. Talk. To, this is the nerdy um, stuff. This uh, is the Grindel, nerdy stuff. Uh, when Dumbledore's sister dies, yes. is that when they officially part ways? Because I, I remember. Yes, that was the end of their relationship. Yeah. Okay. So that was the end of their friendship. Aberforth, Dumbledore, and uh, Ariana mm-hmm. were Aberforth, Albus, and. Uh, uh, they're all yeah. they're Ariana, <laughs> and Ariana uh-huh. um, were there with Grindelwald altogether. Ariana, we're led to believe, was an obscure eye as well. Yes, okay. Um, as we're led to believe from the first film, she uh, she was going starting to go crazy, and in the fight that was ensuing between Aberforth, Dumbledore, and uh, Jesus, Aberforth, <laughs> Albus. Albus, and and Grindelwald, yeah. um, Gellert, Grindelwald, yeah. Uh, Someone, someone they never shot, say Gellert at all. No, no, just someone shot an Avada Kedavra curse, and it hit Ar- uh, Ariana. Ariana. How do you accidentally use the most powerful? That's <laughs> why they're saying it's Grindelwald. That's yeah. why Dumbledore. That's why Albus was like, "It's Grindelwald killed my sister." Yeah. Right. Oops. D- 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 killing um, spell. Oopsies. It's like, can, can we, okay. Look, I got a lot to talk about. The the the. No, I know. Reveal. I know. Can I just please get to, there. That's why I just wanted to wrap up that tomb stuff. Um, I think it leaves Jacob in a stupid place with the whole queen Absolutely situation. Absolutely. Yeah. I hate the force like. Your crazy line being thrown at her Stupid. to make to push her in that last yeah. moment towards the fire, and I'm Stupid. like. She's you. just she's just BFFs with him now. Like, oh, here's how you work. So stupid. So yeah, stupid. Um, I don't like that Newt. Right after Lita dies, after we're supposed to care, like I don't care, but like if I was supposed to care and everything, that he hugs his brother, and then after his fiance has gone up in flames, he's like. Okay, I've chosen my side, <laughs> and I'm yes. like, maybe not the time to say that sentence. Yeah, but so why does but everybody just stand the back on the bridge at Hogwarts? The, t- the characters don't. What are they all doing back there? Just gonna wait. the trailer shot. 
the, the the characters don't even care that Lita died. Theseus doesn't give a shit. No, they don't talk about it. He's not no. even. Crying. Hey, those He's dragon, not... those blue eyes, white dragons looked real cool. Okay, okay. I'm look. I'm gonna. No, I'm gonna here. get us the, there. The one who's gonna the, beat the your the pasty reveal, wizard butt with three blue eyes, white dragons. The reveal, credence is finally revealed to be Aurelius Dumbledore. A lost, a lost Dumbledore. So, uh, by the reveal is by a phoenix. We've t- we told like there's this motto in the fe- in the Dumbledore family. I almost said the Phoenix family. The Dumbledore family were a phoenix. Blah blah blah. blah. I don't give a shit. If that, <laughs> so the phoenix. So so. Grindelwald throws up a tiny little chick, a tiny little bird, and it becomes a phoenix. If that phoenix becomes fox, I'm going to throw something. Here's what oh, I Oh, it's to definitely fox. Oh. I'm going to throw something. Oh, my something. God. It's totally Here's fox. my thing about that reveal. It's bad. I call bullshit. Well, bullshit, yeah. bullshit. Ben, I'm going to give you some numbers. I'm going to give you some dates, guys. Ready I call for some, Ready for the nerd? Bullshit. Hey, ready for the really nerd? Real quick, though. Ben, it can't be bullshit because J.K. Rowling did this to us. <laughs> I'm ben, ben, she did it. Ben, hold back real quick while I give you some dates. Yeah. I call bullshit. The Dumbledore family, guys. I did some research. Who wrote? Th- who wrote this about? J.K. Rowling. Okay, just making sure. Okay. Yeah, just so you guys know, the Dumbledore family. Her, their father, Percival Dumbledore, mm. uh, died in 1890. Uh-huh. Their mother, Kendra Dumbledore, died in 1899. Uh, good year. Good year. Uh, th- throughout that time, Ariana was, you know, seen as a. What they, everyone thought that they, uh, Ariana was a squib, but she was actually an Obscurus. Um, and and after the time at Hogwarts, uh, this when everything happened. So then, cut to later, 1899, Kendra Dumbledore dies. In the first film, Credence was said to be born in 1904. And in this film, the flashback sequence in, uh, in, uh, in the script is, seen, is said to have taken place in 1901. Two years after Kendra Dumbledore dies. Yeah. The scene where... Um, the, scene where the scene on the boat. Where 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 uh, okay. credence? Yeah, yeah. Less strange. I don't fucking care. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm getting upset now, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. don't yeah. care about the cursing. Um, so two years after Kendra Dumbledore died, she had a child and traveled to America with this baby that the Lestrange happened to be on. Coincidence? I think not. After she died? Yeah. And she, a person capable of magic, couldn't save the baby in the water. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Lady in the she's dead <laughs> this she's, oh. it's dude it's it's just jk rewriting her own stuff like and it, it, what's what's most more upsetting to me is like a lot of harry potter fans really like this movie they're allowed to but like i don't think, like what you like on that shit yeah but i feel like they're they they can't be they can't really know it if they're just like ex- freely accepting this rewrite of history can, can i ask is it possible grindelwald's lying no this is no because of the phoenix. The phoenix. The phoenix. Also, why would they make such a huge deal? He could BS that. I I don't th- I don't think so. No, I'm saying because like I the, here's the reason I bring it up because Queenie's the one coaching him like be gentle and do yeah. this. It it does feel like a setup of a lie. But why would Credence care if he was a Dumbledore? He doesn't know what that but is. But how would he know? Like why would why would Grindelwald Here's know what's this happen. information. We know Credence is in the next one because they're not filming Flash. So it's going to be flashback shit with Grindelwald talking to him about the long lost Dumbledore and how he got to be there. After his mother died. Yes. Now, and she's going to rewrite even more. Now, hell. Hey, you know what? You know what? Because everything about Grindelwald in the movie is deception. Yes. So I'm just saying, like, I... I you, want, you want to do something? You want to do something? You want, you want to do something, JK? I'm okay with you being like, Dumbledore had a long lost kid. You know what? You want to throw that wrinkle in there? Sure. That's a little weird, but I buy it a hell of a lot more than you rewriting your own your own lore. Yeah. I 
the reason why I freaking hate it is because in book seven and six, it was only three Dumbledore kids, Albus, yeah. Aberford, and Ariana. Yeah, yeah because only, by the time her mother died, that's how many she had. What if it's not Albus's kid, but Aberforth? It's Aberforth Dumbledore? No, Aberforth's son. Oh, Oh, you mean what if it's not Kendra Dumbledore's kid? Right, it's Aberforth, Aberforth's son. Dumbledore. Yeah, with the ages. Because you said if it was his son. Yeah. Because you said if it was his son, and I'm like, well, maybe not Albus's, but what if it's Aberforth, like his nephew? Well, like it could the, be part like of Albus. why they're like. Uh, it could add to their estrangement, not just Ariana. Yeah. You yeah. know, but they don't even speak yeah, of like the thing that the happened thing, with his son. It I just mean, feels like it feels like, huh? But, uh? the sa- but at the same time, I know what you're going earlier about saying like. Grindelwald said your brother, and it clearly focused on Jude Law. Oh, that's true. It and does. I know. Your bro- your I, brother yeah, I know what Law. you said, Sparks. That Grindelwald's space and deception, so he could just say that's your that's your brother, not but, your I mean, this is uncle. Kinda, but this is kind of like them saying, "What if Kylo Ren was lying about Ray's parents?" Yeah, it would. It would. And again, it, it, that's a good argument, except like Force uh, Last Jedi is real good. Um, <laughs> like it would ruin. Okay, let's say the next movie starts, and then halfway through, you learn, oh, I lied to you to get your. So the entire last part of this movie is worthless. Yeah, and the reveal that everyone's going crazy for is worthless. I I just don't. I mean, think, I, but yeah. but that's because they think they like pulled the rug out from under. But that's us, and it worked. But they're but really proud of this reveal. But, but yeah. see my. But understand my logic here. Everything about this movie is J.K. Rowling kind of like punching you in the gut was stupid. So <laughs> yeah. is it really that shocking that she would pull that move too? I'm just saying literally every single move Grindelwald made throughout the movie is a trick. I yeah. have a feeling. Every single thing he does True. is a trick. But I so have why a, would this not be too? I have a I'm just saying feeling. like I, I'm sure that the reality is probably that. Hey, it's yeah. just true. Hey, you know what? Like, I, I want to be clear. I don't disagree with you and I would actually prefer it. Yeah. But I don't for a second believe that's what happened. No, exactly. and I agree. Yeah. But I do think the possibility exists. It does seem to line up with the character that Grindelwald is set up to be in this movie, especially with the conversation with Queenie just before. With the way J.K. Rowling has been handling this series, the way that these next, God, three three films are going to go is that there's going to be a third person in the war and it's going to be officially revealed that that is, who is, what's his name? Aurelius. Aurelius Dumbledore. It's a cool name. Dumbledore's super baby brother oh also uh, all the all all of kendra's kids have a names so yeah so i have a feeling that it's gonna she's gonna pull this all the way to the end and i'm just gonna think it's gonna be so goddamn stupid are we led to believe that this film is supposed to end in 1945 this film franchise is supposed to end in 1945 so far they've gotten (laughs) to 1927 so no but like 1945 is when grindelwald was killed well not killed but like captured that's the end of his reign see old man grindelwald yeah yeah he was at the end of his reign. It was yeah. 1945. Really? That was the big. That was the big fight between Dumbledore and. Oh Grindelwald. hell yeah! We're gonna get some X Men. Nah, Ten years. Totally gonna yeah. change those dates. Um, okay. Look, I, I, I guess I, I'm I'm kind of willing to die on this hill. I I think it's very very possible that this is a trick because if you think about the fact that there are three more films, there's definitely plenty of room for it to be the thing where Albus is like, dude, there's no way that you're you know he's lying. Because it's very much, in, and it would turn Credence back on Grindelwald, because that's the whole thing, is he's just constantly looking for somewhere to be. Yeah. I can't, I know, like, it's supposed to be the big reveal that makes everybody freak out, but it's it's very possible that this is a trick. Yeah, I, I agree. And um, so you know how at the end of Thor Ragnarok, uh, uh, sorry, so at the beginning of Avengers Infinity War, uh, like, everyone on that ship is, like, killed, so it kind of negates the, like, what happened in Thor Ragnarok. Half. Everyone. 
Yeah, you know what I mean though. Yeah. Like, because I know it's a thing. Like, you kind of had a hang up. Like, not like it's still it's still yeah. Is. Like, so it does negate the ending so, of Thor Ragnarok a like, bit. I want to believe you're right, but like this movie, this franchise doesn't give me any reason to believe that. But like, I don't feel like they would. St- do this and then the next movie be like oh everything in that last movie is a lie but that's it, well but not it everything, would make just sense that, just that one thing and i'm like but i don't be- but i don't think they're smart enough and i and i'm like i yeah. you know it could yeah i don't why? think that's smart i think it's stupid to but have why? set it up that way but, but i just think that's what might happen here's the thing here's my question and we're gonna wrap this up because yeah. getting a little long yeah <laughs> the why do this shit why throw in plot twists to a prequel that has no bearing to your main People franchise? People love connected tissue, dude. They but, love this kind of stuff. But, but this it, is not connected tissue. This is a Frankenstein connected tissue dude, to no, a dude, series dude, that dude, we... Fans are going crazy about this. They, why? Because they know what the words because, Dumbledore means. Because it's 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 tricking the fans into thinking that they did something smart. Yeah, they they think it's like, oh, this is this new twist, and it's it's not... It, it's new, Yeah. But like, how did like we're ne- we never we're never ever gonna see a rewrite of Harry Potter where Dumbledore's like I had a long lost brother that Grindelwald blah 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 blah. Who gives a shit? How does this enrich the Harry Potter franchise? It doesn't. It only it only hurt. It only makes to hurt it. It yeah. makes it more confusing to me. Just just because in the books, which because in the books, Dumbledore if Dumbledore met, had a, a mention, it could have been a throwaway line like um, Newt Scamander was. In uh, Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah. This commander's not even a throwaway line. It's exactly. a book it title. A throwaway line. It's like, yes, I had three other siblings. One of them and I... It's like, he sided with Grindelwald or something. I mean, I guess to be fair, we don't know about Ariana or Aberforth until the seventh book. True, yeah. but at the same time, sh- they were never mentioned until book seven. If there was some mention of Aurelius in book seven along with this... Yeah, why does Aberforth be- go... Dumbledore neglected two brother, two of our siblings. Seriously, yeah. the what the when we found out that Dumbledore had a brother in Aberforth at the Hogshead Bar, I was like, yes, this I mean, is great. could it be that what was her name, Kendra? Kendra Dumbledore. Yes. Could it be that maybe she had an affair that no one ever knew about? So this is like a baby that was like lost. So she I died still call two, bullshit. So she died two years later. No, forget the <laughs> shitty timeline. Like she has clearly. I mean, like it I'm, could be. It, like an affair or something. I mean, it would have to be because there's no good explanation of why Albus wouldn't know about exactly. it. Exactly. Yes. And and I think, like you said... Which is, again, why I'm like, Grindelwald that, lied. That could be, or it could be a good way, like you said, to like get Credence back on board. Like, like Albus is like, I, I am your true family, and I'm sorry I didn't know about you, but I'm here for you. And that's how Grindelwald eventually has a downfall. I don't, I I don't want that. I, I don't want any of this. I still call right. bullshit. Yeah. Final thoughts. Uh, uh, Sparks, final thoughts. <laughs> that's right that's while it. I'm yawning that's a good point um, yeah. that's the final thought as someone who has worked on big idea projects before I have become familiar with when you're working on something and putting it out there and you to yourself know like oh man when they see some some of these other things down the line that I'm setting up oh they're gonna look back and go oh yep. but but all of that stuff only means something to you and I've learned the lesson of how to an audience it's it just feels jumbled and not well thought out and it's not all there because you held back and you didn't explain and you didn't set up properly. You just were teasing up because you had bigger ideas ahead and didn't focus on the Does here Grindelwald and have the Elder Wand right now? Yes. And yes. didn't yes. focus on the here and now. Yeah. He won it years and ago. And that feels like what J.K. Rowling 
did here and nobody caught it nobody nobody stopped her from doing it they just let her run with it because she just threw all these things at the wall because she's like i have all these ideas i have all these ideas and then here 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 and wait till you guys see down the road where this is going in in a couple of movies because i'm four you're setting up and setting up and it's like yeah but this whole movie is just freaking set up and it doesn't matter and none of it means anything none of it means anything because i don't care you don't give me time to breathe you don't give me any whimsy yeah i can't care about it and that sucks it just it has no legs and it has no life and i do think that the the secret here is that this this is kind of like two entire movies plots merged into one it should have been one about the stuff with credence and then one about taking on grindelwald and and Greedence being lured over to him, not two, not just one movie about all of that happening all at once with all these different characters being introduced. What yeah. would you rate it? Uh, out of ten, yeah, four and a half. Yeah. Whoa, that's low. Yeah, uh, Ryan. Um, yeah, I didn't like it that much. Um, that's it. <laughs> I mean, it's like I, I. I don't like 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 I know like we don't want to be negative but like I'm there's just this this isn't good this isn't a good movie it, like even like even if you love Harry Potter like I feel like like I said like it doesn't respect like it, what she built herself yeah it makes me want to go back to Harry Potter because I'm like I need to remind myself this was really great yeah once. see I think J K when she has 800 pages that's great yeah because like, you can fully to, like, flesh sort things this out. stuff out I do wonder if and an editor I yeah. do wonder real quick sorry no, I do fine. wonder if the having to pump out the sequel schedule is, is forcing this screenwriting process too fast. And she's I bet. not getting to think out all her things. Yeah, because she takes years to write books. And like yeah. you have to have like a movie like every year, every two years. Yeah, like yeah. That's probably hard on her. And she's never done screenwriting before. So. Yeah, somebody needs to be guiding yeah. her. Yeah. Um, I... Uh, f- f- five out of ten. I don't know. This sucks. <laughs> uh, ben, final thoughts? I know there's going to be a lot of love for this movie. And that's it's fine. Real. If you really enjoy this movie, that is great. I am happy for you. This movie is making me enjoy the Harry Potter universe less and less and less with all of its <sighs> bullshit, stupid surprise reveals that, yeah, I'm actually, I'm getting, it feels like I'm getting Harry Potter fatigue. And I loved the original books. And I loved yeah. the first films when they, when I was a young boy. It was one of my I like favorite the first things. five of those movies. Yeah. It was one of my, every time there's a new Harry Potter movie, I was ecstatic before three came out <laughs> and the books were amazing and always will be amazing i'm so glad i still have them because i guess i need to reread them now to remind myself why this series is gr- why that franchise is great where this is going i don't like it i don't want it i think it should stop it should die or at least it should fix itself it's a fucking four takes way it makes way too much money <laughs> wow uh okay yeah i mean there's really not much more i could say than uh, you guys i but i i do want to add uh, I miss when the Wizarding World felt magical. Yes. So do I. Like, so do I. Thank you. I, I kind of like, you know, I people praise David Yates for like bringing it into the real into the real world, even though Alfonso Cuarón did that first. Um, <sighs> but like people praise like, oh, it feels real. It feels blah blah. blah. It's like that's not what I come. I don't. To, I don't come to these. I come movies. here for magic, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching magic. whimsy. I want whimsical. I want magic. I want. I want. I want people wearing too many collars. I don't want look. Jude Law is great, but I don't want to see Dumbledore in a three-piece suit. Yeah. At least when he's at Hogwarts, I want to see him in maybe not robes, but something more magical. Yeah. I want to see him in his pointy wizard hat like he did in the <laughs> first movie. I mean, I, I don't want to see that because maybe he grows into that, but something more magical. I don't, I don't need to see 20s era clothing 
on Hogwarts. Yeah. In Hogwarts. I don't need to see that. Uh, Aurors ha- should have a uniform, not just three-piece suits. Everybody's wearing suits. I think the costume design is really, is really boring. I think the production design is really boring because, again, the Wizarding World doesn't feel magical anymore. It just doesn't. It just feels like the real, the real world. I did like that. That um, the like when Newt had to travel to Paris illegally, and there was a dude with the bucket. Oh yeah, that, that was good. Uh-huh. That was with, with a, a cute King. little scene. So yeah, so that's kind of my, I it's kind of summation of what I'm of what I'm saying here. This franchise doesn't have any magic to it anymore. The magic's gone. run dry. The magic's run dry, and I'm, I don't know, man. Uh, so yeah, final thoughts. I give it. Gee whiz. Like, it's, gee whiz. <laughs> I haven't heard of gee whiz in a while. Do I hate this movie as much as BVS? Because I gave that a four. No. Wait. What? A w- just on just on the Ooh. fact that I think I do hate BVS more, yeah. I have to give it a five. Yeah, I give it a five. Yeah. So I'll give it a five out of ten. I would not recommend it to our other thing. I would not recommend it. I would go see anything else. Go see Grinch. Go see Green Book. Just see, watch Harry Potter again. See if you if you if you want to go see a movie in the theaters this weekend. There are I plenty kinda, of other kinda, there are plenty of watch others. some Harry Potter again. We yeah. should do that. Yeah, yeah. I'd be down for that. There are plenty I, of other films go to see go see. Overlord. <laughs> what would you guys what would you guys recommend it, Ben? I'd rather watch Venom than this. Ooh, Ooh I wouldn't go. There. I don't know. If oh I'm no, there. I will. I will bloody go there. I'll I had tell you what. more. I had more enjoyment. With Venom, less times me looking at the screen going, "What?" At Venom, I didn't fall Ryan. asleep in this movie, so that says a lot. Ryan, Very would true. you recommend this? Nah, I wouldn't recommend it. To be no, perfect. I wouldn't Sorry. recommend it. But I, I'd, I'd still rather watch this again than Venom. Yeah. All right, so that that real quick, Ben, what you said about like I never like. I never want to feel like fatigue for something I like. So yeah, like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta dread waiting for the next Fantastic Beast movie. That's not a feeling I want. No, it's not. So I'm, let's let's please. We, let's we're already going long. Yeah. Let's move on to our book club. Hey, welcome to the Fake Nerd Comic Shop. Yeah. Hi. Um. Do you have any books? Uh, could you be a little bit more specific? Um. Anything readable? Right then, time now for a book club. I was ben, just about to take comment. it away. <laughs> <laughs> Spider Gwen, Spider Gwen does whatever Spider Gwen does. This book is really ben awesome. It's 3 a.m. Can you. Face it, Tiger! Yeah! It's 2 a.m., fool. You hit the jackpot! No, um, Spider Gwen is my book club, and I have to say, this is one of the my favorite version of Elseworlds. Where it's a different universe of the what if something happened. Yep. What, and so what you, what you chose for the audience, you chose Spider Gwen Volume Zero. Zero, yes, which collects Edge of Spider Verse Number Two and mm-hmm. Spider Gwen uh, One through One through Five. Or it got mm-hmm. rebooted again. Yes, and then Secret Wars happened and everything was destroyed. Yeah. Um, Thank you, Jonathan Hickman. Yeah, Spider Spider Gwen is like, what if Gwen Stacy was bitten by the spider and Peter Parker turned himself into the lizard and died, and then Spider Gwen was Public Enemy Number One? Actually. New York. You have to thank Dan Slott because he's technically the person who created this character. No, she's not. No, she's he's not. not. He wrote her in Jason, the Spider-Verse. Jason Latour and Robbie Rodriguez created this character. She Okay. I Okay, that's true. But they said it wouldn't have happened without Dan Slott. Dan Slott said... In the back of this book, they mention it. Dan Slott said, give me, I want, give me spiders. Yeah. Jason Latour and, and Robbie Rodriguez are credited with the creation no, of this character. No, you're right. But like, it wouldn't have happened without Dan Slott's Spider-Verse. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. And because of Edge of Spider-Verse number two, where we first see Spider-Gwen... She just launched herself into popularity. Which is currently a $125 comic book. I'm glad I got a CGC. There you go. And she's even going to be appearing in the film Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. She's, or in, Enter Marvel, the Sp- she's in Marvel Rising. Yep, Marvel Rising. Ghost as Spider. Ghost Spider. Yeah. But still, Played Gwen Stacy. Cameron. Ah. But still, it's Gwen Stacy who, where the roles are reversed, and 
I really, really dig it because this is the part of Elseworlds where everything is familiar, but it's different. Where Officer Grimm, Detective Castle. Man, mm-hmm. I love this art. Matt Murdock is an asshole Murdoch. working with the Kingpin, not against the no, Kingpin. No, no, buddy. Matt Murdock is the he Kingpin. He is the Kingpin. Like, yeah, that's, what I, that's what I like a lot. Matt oh. Murdock is the Kingpin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see we see in Edge of Spider-Verse Zero, we see him talking to someone who looks like the Kingpin. is like, And then it's like revealed through that conversation that, oh, no, Matt Murdock is the Kingpin. He's the one in charge, yeah. And he's blind. He was trained by the hand. By the, by the hand mm-hmm. uh, and it's really good. It was really good stuff. Beats the shit out of Vulture in this book. District Attorney. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, great. Yeah, we see Frank Castle, who's a police detective. Who's um, st- who is a... Who is a workaholic? Who has it out for Spider Woman? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. And we see the Vulture in the one through five issue. It's the yeah. the, the Vulture. Um, I I remember reading this book. I remember really only interested in this in the story. I was like, that costume looks cool. Yep. Gwen Stacy is a cool character. I'm really interested in this art. Uh, and I picked it up just on a whim, and it ended up being one of my favorite titles. And I followed it after I followed it up until Secret Wars. I followed it after Secret Wars. Uh, I'm currently following the character in the new Ghost Spider series. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is that already out? Yeah. Damn. It's it's mm-hmm. a tie into Spider Geddon. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's it certainly lost the flavor of the art, but it's I still, I still think it's pretty yeah. solid. Yeah. Um, uh, Robbie Rodriguez's art is like super dynamic and very stylish, and like anytime he wasn't on the art, it was sad. Yeah. Uh, and like this series gets really weird and cosmic towards the end of it, um, and I think they kind of lose their way a bit. Yeah, but I think the beginning of the series is so strong. Yeah, uh, it's really great character work. Um, the stuff with with her dad. Oh yeah, like they're immediately the first issue reveals that mm-hmm. that 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 uh, Captain Stacy knows that. Wait, Gwen? No, yeah. yeah well, Gwen rev- takes off the mask. Hey, and what's then up, there's, Dad? Uh, we need to talk. And then there's like a British Spider-Man saying, "No, no, you will do." And then the events to be continued. Uh, Spider Verse, the Spider Verse. Yeah. Then Spider Verse happens and then comes back where her dad is doing his best to keep his daughter's secret under wraps. Yep. Because he's and, a cop and is like, "Yeah, I have to arrest my daughter. That's my duty." And I, he couldn't do that. And I like that dynamic where. There, you can tell there's tension between them, but it's like you're still my daughter. I'm gonna look out for you, so and that's the, why I'm not gonna arrest and you. And the the Parkers, the oh yeah, May and May and Ben Parker mm-hmm. like blame Spider Woman, but they love Gwen Stacy. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's um yes um and then uh, Gwen goes over to hang out with May and Ben and stuff, and and there's this thing where Peter used to uh, cut out newspaper articles about about Spider Woman because yes. he was fascinated. And then when she and then when Peter died, when he became the lizard, which is pretty cool, mm-hmm. um, May at first because she wanted to be important. Yeah, he um, wanted to be Spider. Yeah, he Peter wanted to be, wanted to be important. Um, he wanted to be special, like Gwen was. Yeah. yeah. Um, May was like, you know, we blamed her at first, but after, I, I kept cutting the newspaper things like in, in honor of Peter. And after a while, my I my anger turned to like like. Joy, and I turned out like she, Spider, uh, Spider Gwen, Spider Woman. Spider Woman is actually like real important, and like like. But uh, Ben never forgave her. No, but May May is like she's like oh no, I see she's trying to help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like the, that's like, really cool. Like Gwen would open up the book and see all like Spider Gwen killer for Peter for like all this. Oh, where's where that page? Wait, yeah. are we interested to the Bodega Bandit in this volume? No. Yes, we are. Yeah. Bodega yeah. Bandit? Yeah, yeah. Bodega Bandit she in says, like issue one. Yeah, she, oh, okay. it's after the events her of Spider-Verse. Her nemesis, the Bodega Bandit. Yeah, it's, her, it's after the events of Spider-Verse, and she's like, you are like the worst arch nemesis ever. And oh, then, yeah, that's right. But, she she, has, but he keeps coming back. It's really funny. Yeah, but, he also ha- but she also gets hallucinations of Peter Porker coming back. Yes, I forgot. Oh, she hallucinates. Uh, she hallucinates uh-huh. Peter Porker, uh, the Spider-Ham. Uh, yeah, this book is, is um, pick it up for the art alone. Felicia Hardy is a French uh, singer, badass extraordinaire. And thief. 
and, and the thief? And still the, thief. Yeah, she's yeah. still a thief. Mary Jane. Uh, Mary the Jane. Mary Janes. The Mary Janes uh, are a band. Uh, Face of Tiger, you hit the jackpot. It, and there's actually uh, an official version of that song out yep. on YouTube. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. What? Hell yeah. Um, the, the, the song Face of Tiger is actually on YouTube. And like, if you've seen the trailer for Spider Verse, like they they straight up like use that art style yes. in yeah. her universe, where like it's super dynamic and colorful and pink. Um, uh, we got to see yeah. that trailer before the movie tonight. I was like, Man, that, I it looks real wait, good. I can't wait to see that movie. I yeah, can't. this is a I lo- like. It's a great. This I, is a great book. I am so happy to pick this because you know it gets a chance to really like dive into like what I literally love about this book. Yeah. Uh, and one of the things is the costume design is fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her costume is one of the most dynamic, unique costumes I've seen Marvel put out, and it's really rad. It's it is super radical. Yeah, because Spider Gwen. How long has it been since Spider Gwen hit the scene? Like 2015 was the first yeah. issue. So she's been out for over three years, and she is skyrocketing popular. It just makes oh, yeah. me happy. I always love seeing um cos like cosplayers I follow on Instagram and cosplayers at cons walking around as Spider Gwen as Gwenum even. Yeah. It's like man, it's great that this character- Gwenum was real fun, guys. Is there a Guarnage? No, damn it. Well, even back for a uh, while, ultimate ultimate Gwen Stacy is actually Carnage. Okay, there you go. Well, it was pretty cool, but that's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> But also, even because there was a huge Gwen Stacy popularity for a while, um, I don't know if it was because of Amazing Spider-Man. It too. was. It was. That's the exact reason because she's been dead in the comics for like thirty years. Yeah, but then of course, then Marvel like redid all their covers. They had very cover. They had the Gwen covers. Remember those? Yep. Yes. The Gwen covers were inspired because Spider Gwen was did so well. Yeah. Um, but Gwenpool and Gwenum were both in, were both spawned from those covers. I was not as about, successful. I wasn't talking about Gwenpool. I I'm not talking about Gwenpool, but I, or Gwenum. But I was talking about the, the like like Doctor Gwen Strange stuff like that. Doctor Gwenge. Gwenge. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Gwen, Gwenverine. Gwen Gwenverine. I have oh that one. God. The the X Gwen. Oh, X Gwen ninety two was one of them. That's pretty oh, good. Man. Uh, Gwen Nito. Gwoot. Mm, um, yes. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Um, one of my favorite, I have a lot of these guys. One of my favorite variant covers is a Phil Noto uh, variant for Spider-Man. It's Gwen Stacy holding up a, a, a little picture. It's real cute. Yeah. I, I think this book is a lot of fun. It's very unique. It's one of the more yeah. unique titles that Marvel had. Um, you know, it's it's such a it's such a classic Spider-Man tale, but it's such a unique take on that tale. Yeah. Sure. Um, that I think anybody who loves Spider-Man would, would absolutely adore this book. Yeah. Uh, it does change a lot, but Gwen Stacy is, is a drummer. Uh, she's not a scientist like she is in 616 or really any, anywhere else we see her. She's like, she loves her music. She's a music girl. She's, she's yep. definitely a music girl. Um, and I think that this, this Gwen Stacy, I mean, do you guys mind if I quickly spoil something from later on in the series? No. Okay, uh, Gwen, through the events of Spider-Verse, Gwen has a watch that can travel through Oh, she through hangs out with, with Spider-Woman and stuff, yeah. Yeah, she, she learns about other Gwen Stacys throughout the throughout the multiverse, yeah. and all of them are scientists, and so it kind of like, it, it. she's like, why wasn't I? Like, she's clearly she's clearly aware that she is a different type of Gwen Stacy than the, than Arthur of the multiverse, yeah. and I think that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, that, 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 that watch worked for a while until it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> The weird, I think I still think the ending kind of got away from them. But yeah. uh, well, ultimately, I really enjoyed this book. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said earlier, this is one of those what if stories done right, or I don't know, done right is the is the word. It's done very very well. Because it's done right. This book proved to me that they could have just a book set in a different universe. Yeah, and so like, it's always been possible. Yeah, it's, it's always. I don't care what universe it is. It's as long as it's a when they book. canceled Ultimate Spider Man, I was like. You just have that run. You don't need yeah. a whole ultimate universe. Just run yeah. that book. Right. Have you read Spider-Man 2 yet? Can you please read Spider-Man 2? 
Oh yeah, I please. Because there's something about the end of that book that makes me really. I'm excited. sure he already knows what it is. No, I specifically we never spoiled it because he wanted to read it. But this was like eight years ago. Spider Man. I bet you know. It's there's a we won't say it, but I there's bet a miniseries you know. called Spider Men, and I got a sequel that has big ramifications for the Marvel universe potentially. Oh yeah, then we're gonna do it. Yeah, now the Bendis is gone. Nope. <laughs> uh yeah, uh, this book's a lot of fun. The it's Vulture, great. It is. the Vulture stuff. Uh, it's kind of classic Vulture. But it works, I think, it, because because it's very more, colorful. He's less like a like a, a scientist and more like he's like he loves death and he's gross. Yeah, he's yeah, a gross hitman. And he it's it's a uh, it's very colorful. Lots of really uh really great greens in this one. Oh yeah, he says like 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 a vulture, like I feast on death. Like yeah, he's he's yeah. a gross man. The the colors in this book are so radiant. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. the art is so amazing like the last issue like like with with felicia hardy and like and being like the french model singer like and like ninja fights and like it was super dynamic like you said it's just the art is so strong and unique it's so good so good uh anything more you guys wanted to add or think that's it if you're a fan of spider-man pick up spider Gwen. dude you know what after this spider-verse movie comes out like this character is already popular but like for people who don't read comics and are introduced to spider gwen she's gonna launch she's huge there's a spider so i'm so tempted to part with that spider-verse just spider-verse number two see i'm glad i haven't gotten rid of it yet one because i don't have it yet but when i get it it'll probably be one after that movie comes out and that book is gonna skyrocket even more yeah yeah i'm really tempted just to buy the the spider gwen pop vinyl from spider-verse because i don't know if there was a pop vinyl for spider gwen they do have a spider gwen pop vinyl okay I was looking at it, I, but I don't like the I don't like the hood on it. I okay. think it looks a little tacky. I yeah. like the rock candy figure. I do too. I like the, the rock candy, candy figure. Pretty good. Um, uh, I didn't get to read all of this, so I only read like the first two two and a half issues because um, I had to do homework for the other show. Um, oh, you have another show? What's it called? We'll oh, get there. Uh, oh, damn, Mythalanius. Um, uh, but I really liked what I read, and I'd like to read more of it. It's real good stuff. I I have. I have it. As I'm well. not going to read it. That's okay. yeah. <laughs> thank you. Read it on I, the podcast. I'll, I'll, I'll invest because I might pull. I'll my time. I might pull a you and a Ryan and do the next volume. Do it soon. Yeah. Well, soon-ish. Not like right out the gate. All right. Well, I guess that'll do it. Uh, our next book club is Ryan. Hey, it's me. What do you got for us? So, in honor of the late great Mr. Staniel Lieber, aka Stanley. Oh, that's, that's his, his name. Stanley Lieber. Is it Stanley Lieber? Yeah. I thought it was something else. Nope. I thought Lee was uh, was a fake nope, name. Stanley Lieber. Um, oh yeah, I picked. I forgot what I was talking about. Uh, I picked um, a book called Silver Surfer Parable, and it's uh, by Stanley and a French artist named Mobius. And he's very he's a very famous French artist. He does a lot of great stuff. Uh, he does a lot of um, concept art, and he was like one of the guys behind Alien and um, uh, uh, what's the Bruce Willis sci-fi movie. Fifth, fifth element. Fifth yeah. element. Fifth element. Yeah, he does a lot of like uh, crazy also twelve monkeys. Also twelve monkeys. Yeah, uh, he does a lot of uh, concept art. But he did a book with Stanley, and because uh, I was looking, because I wanted to do a Stanley book, but I didn't want to pick a book from the sixties. No offense, but I wanted like a more modern kind of good, good book. Not that they're, you know what I mean. But um, this book came out in nineteen eighty eight, and apparently it's like one of the best things he's ever written, and it's all about silver surfer, silver surfer, and what it means to be like, you know, my favorite stuff. What does it mean to be human? And you're, you're this. Um, you're this herald of the the galaxy eater. What does that mean? And like he has people on Earth, and like I want to read some Stanley Silver Surfer books. So there you go. All right, then uh, let's get out of here. Okay, bye. So next week we're going to be off. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, <sighs> gobble gobble, to all of our American <laughs> listeners. Uh, for those of you who don't, oh, have a good weekend. Anyway, anyway. When's Canadian Thanksgiving? Did that already happen? That already passed. Okay. Um, yeah. So we're going to be off. That it's just going to be difficult to coordinate our schedules. So we'll mm-hmm. be back the week after with a review of. Uh, Ralph, Ralph breaks, breaks the, the internet, internet. colon yeah. record Ralph 2 
Is that it's a- just Ralph Breaks the Internet. Colon Wreck-It Ralph 2. Um, it's just Ralph Breaks the Internet. It's got a little thing on the... It's Wreck-It Ralph 2. Uh. Um, also out this week, though, is a new episode of Miscellaneous, which is Sparks and I new show, which Ooh. we've been alluding to all episode. Um, the uh, It is Sparks Report. Yes. So definitely check that one out. That is on its own feed. Just subscribe to it on iTunes. Miscellaneous. That's M-Y-T-H-E-L-L-A-N-E-O-U-S. Oh, my God. I did yeah. it. <laughs> you did. Uh, so, yeah. And again, Ralph Breaks is the week after. I'm excited for that movie. So um, am I. For our Funko affiliate this time, we actually have a, a fun little announcement. Ooh. Funko is doing free shipping for all of their cereal products on their website. Just click the link in the description and it takes you right to that cereal uh, box uh, page. And if you want some of that, you get free shipping. Is that but the thing we weren't supposed to talk about? No. Okay, just make it sure. There is also going to be a Black Friday thing, uh, which we will post on fly- Friday. Gotcha. We're not supposed to say what it is yet. Gotcha. But you must we'll post click it on social media. We will post it on social media. On but Friday. you must click the links in the description. Otherwise, it does not work. Yes. Yes. Uh, all right, then that'll do it for us. Thank you to everyone who listens. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, thank you to Jeremy Bellucci, who does our uh, everything. Does our Thanks, Jeremy. <laughs> theme song. Uh, he is my everything. Oh. <laughs> and uh, intro intro music. Uh, he has a Instagram at, at Jeremy Bellucci Keyboards. He uh, also has a podcast called Suburban Proctologist. You can find that on iTunes or at Facebook.com slash Suburban Proctologist Official. Instagram at Suburban Podcast. Mike Matola, thank you very much, buddy, Mike, for Mike, our Mike. logo. You can find him at Mike Matola. Or you know, he was at DesignerCon if anyone was there. Yeah. Um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Fake Nerd Podcast. Fake Nerd guys at gmail.com if you'd like to get in touch with us personally. I'm at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. Sparks? Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter. S-P-A-R-K-Z Witty. Ryan? I'm at Gallet Grindelwald. Ryan. I'm at DJ Tony Snark. Ben. I'm at bed. Ben. (laughs) (laughs) Ben Magnet 27 for everything. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, rate and review wherever you get us. We greatly appreciate it. Nothing helps more than a a review. Review us, please. Until next... Hashtag, what is it? Protect the secrets? Hashtag protect the secrets. Don't protect those secrets. (laughs) Until two weeks from now. Excelsior. Stay fake, nerds. Bye.